Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? History began on July 4th, 1770. This is where the fun begins. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. Uh, I thought my jokes were bad. All right, ramblers, let's get rambling. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Geeks Rants About Nope. In this episode, we are joined by our Longtime friends, and it's been a minute since we've actually gotten to talk. We got Jake and Emily from Feels Like the First Time. How you guys doing? Oh, hi, friends. Hey, guys. Oh, we're Thanks good. for having us. It uh, has been a while. Too long. It's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a it's a pleasure though, because you. I remember. I think top of the year we we're trying to figure out what we were all going to cover together, and pretty early on we yes. talked about Nope, because I knew because I know it's Jordan Peele. You two are the ones I wanted to talk to about it because I've yeah. based on your guys' Aww. conversations on your show. I'm like, if anyone's going to be able to help with the the metaphors and the the visual language and stuff, the illusions, I'm sure Emily will relate it to Hamlet we need or something. smarter people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, guys. You guys are smart, too. too guys. So It's so funny because when I think of our podcast, like, smart's not an adjective I throw. I'm like, we're just <laughs> ranting about stupid shit. And after I a while, mean, I'm like, are we being yeah. pretentious and connecting dots that we aren't there? We did talk oh, about well. Stephen Sondheim and Hamlet and Bo Burnham all while talking about <laughs> Team America. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. Well, I think please. I even mentioned, I'm like, in, a, in an episode where we're talking about a movie that features a girl marionette pooping. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, she poops on his face. I was like, that we're talking about this deep, existential, like, real life shit, and it's puppets pooping on each other. It's the yeah, best. It's the best. I love Who it. Who knew? Who knew? I, oh. I am happy because you guys did drop two episodes uh, earlier, I believe this week or so, or yesterday? Was it today? Yesterday? Oh, it was uh, yesterday. It was. Yeah. It, it was yesterday. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. We we've been on an unintentional hiatus with just how busy we've been, and I was like, we are going to jump on with our friends. We need to drop some new episode. So so we that's partially we your fault. <laughs> no, 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 worth, no. Guys. Thank you. No, <laughs> Thank you. not your fault. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, for no, the motivation. It was a treat oh, though, man. for sure. Because I, I got through your uh, rules of attraction. Uh, episode which was incredible oh, that was great thank you thank we, you we really really we had a lot of fun with that one we enjoyed it i i genuinely thought that was going to be one it's going to happen eventually where i'm like emily i like this movie watch it and she's like not for me let's discuss <laughs> and i thought this was going to be the one i really did it could have been team america that could, awesome. no i knew i, I knew feel that like that's a whole one that's that, that bats a thousand yeah People like team america. yeah <laughs> I mean, if you didn't laugh at that like I expected, like we might have to quit the podcast. Like, yeah, that's a deal breaker. No, well, I made sure to put those um, images of me and Daniel laughing. Those were in the those post. were legitimate. Like those were. It was during the sex, the puppet sex scene, and I, <laughs> I saw their faces, and I'm like, I'm taking a picture so you know what yeah. you look like. Well, so and great. just a little Easter egg: the pictures of Jake are from whenever I was showing him Book of Mormon for the first time. Oh, um, yeah, that's at a so particular wild song. Um, cause I knew it was just gonna have you, have either of you listened to Book of Mormon? I have, I yes. have yeah. Okay. You know, um, when we were listening to that, Jake lost his I, mind. It's, it's, it, it, it is giving me a second life. It's a perfect thing and it makes me happy. Yeah. He was like, so I needed this. I need, <laughs> like, I needed this in my life. Thank you for showing me. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, but like I said, I was excited for you guys to um, a awesome. I'm happy you guys are putting episodes out again. I love listening to it. Uh, Thank you. Love listening to you too. And like I said, I knew you guys were the ones I wanted for the next Jordan Peele movie because it's no secret Heath and I are massive Jordan Peele fans. We love Get Out. We love Us. Uh, where are you two with Jordan Peele? I guess in general, and then his his horror 
his horror career that he's been going on. Oh, I have so much to say. M, do you want to go first? I feel like uh, you can talk or you can speak to more about like the um, P and Keel. P and Keel. and Peel. It's that kind of night. Hey, yeah, um. it is. Um, you can talk more to that because you've shown me episodes of that. But yes. knowing how good he is at humor and then this translation to um, the horror genre. And this one is even science fiction. Like, I, I almost would place it as a science fiction movie more than a horror movie. Um, yeah, I no, I, I, would I just agree. think like, he's brilliant. I, I, I think I, I love um, watching him grow as a filmmaker. I, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I totally agree. I, I, um, I, I, I love Key and Peele. Um, yes, for the like everything hurts and I have to pause for a minute so that I'm not <laughs> in so much pain, laughter that that show forces out of me. Yeah. Right? But honestly, I remember just like, like my favorite segments of that show that I can think of are so fucking cinematic. Like I, yeah. I and I, I, I remember like whenever Get Out came out, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You have wanted to make a horror movie for a really long time because like my favorite thing every Halloween, like I love having people over for our Halloween horror dorkathons where we just program horror movies all month. And then it's like, uh, I'll work in, uh, I love showing those, uh, those Halloween sketches. Like there's the Saw parody with all the mirrors. Yeah. There's, uh, well, no, I'm sorry. There's that one. And then there's the Saw parody where they're like trapped and they're happy that they keep getting limbs cut off. Yeah. And then there's yeah. the uh, the masturbating detective, the CSI parody. Yeah. Like, oh, there's, there's, all the, there's all these ones that are so over the top that are just like, or there's the one with the doctor, the Dr. Gupta. Yeah, right. The, the little kid. creepy like, kid. I, I love that bit so much. I want to lean over a man as he breathes <laughs> his last breath. And then I breathe his last breath. And yeah. he's like, what the fuck? It, it's you know, like, twisted, yeah. But, but they're so like really really like well such really well directed horror skits like I always remember thinking what elevates that show above it is like yes they're acting and yes the writing but just um which now I see is probably mostly Jordan Peele's direction or like what if we did this like and I feel like he was just sort of figuring out a style like I really like comedy but also I got some shit to say through horror and then mm -hmm. get out and us and this like what a fucking like one, two, three punch of films. I think that, he, that he's just, it has a way of making things really relatable and, and his character is so human and you can yeah. see yourself in them. And, and I'm so um, amazed that he can the, like it, stay yeah. funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, oh but, no, like, I literally was going to say the like same that he thing. could stay that funny without like killing the drama. Like it's so, yeah. so easy to work in a laughable moment and you kill the tension. I, he like razor walks that wire of you're laughing, you're tense and somehow you stay like it, like both stay at an even keel or Absolutely, like, like yeah. at the same level. Very yeah. true. So, yes. uh, but, but yeah, no, big fan, definitely big fan. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that um, as well. Uh, listeners, what don't listen to movie reviews, discussions. If you don't want spoilers, we are full spoilers. We're not going to hold anything back. Uh, oh yeah, we can't talk around shit on this. Yeah, one. exactly. No, especially <laughs> this one. But also, just it, I'm been trying to preach the gospel of don't listen to reviews and stuff if unless you've seen it or you don't care about being spoiled because uh, you know I, I don't want to have to keep giving the spoiler alert bell before we get into the meat yeah. of the show. So I I love listening to your show, but like I I have to skip several until I've watched the movie just because I'm like go. I know they're gonna do deep dive and I always go back after I've watched it and enjoy. But yeah, that mm -hmm. to me that I agree that's common sense. But I appreciate you preaching that. Yeah, absolutely. It's I, I do it to all my friends. I still actually have not heard you guys' Vanilla Sky episode because I'm still waiting to watch that one. And then I'm going to dive into that because I'm really excited. Yes. As that you, was a fun one. As you started getting into it, I'm like, 
I wonder if this is the kind of movie I can just I, I can just wait and stuff and have the spoilers yeah, and stuff. Experience but it as you were talking about it. I'm like, all right, no, never mind. I paused. I'm like, maybe I'll, I'll wait for this. Like, one. like, 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 like a Vanilla Sky or a Nope. Like, you know, to, to for like one of each of our shows, I would advocate for. If it's like a Morbius, fuck it, you can listen. Absolutely, to it. I don't like, mind. I, people think, doing I think like I haven't seen that movie, but I have I have not listened to your episode yet. But I'm not gonna Get wait. The I haven't seen it, but you've I'm, seen it. I'm yes. fine. Exactly. I'm fine with spoiling that. So context matters. But Jared yes. Leto was a method actor in <laughs> yeah. this and made everyone's life miserable. Right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. That's I think you're it. thinking of Suicide Squad. No, I'm just thinking of Jared, <laughs> just Mr. Leto, oh. just day to day. Wasn't it like he um, insisted I bet he was on a nightmare on Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> just everything. Or, or he was like very pleasant. Right. That's the one. That's the yeah. one. You, if you got to pick one, that's the one. Yeah. You never yeah, hear yeah. the method actors doing like, like, oh, he's playing a really nice guy. And so I get yeah, to find the character. I was just nice. A hundred percent of the time. It's never that. It's always yeah. the psychos. No, well, and I don't mind certain things. Like I read this article with the, um, the newest scenes of season of stranger things. Where, where are you guys? Cause uh, I'm, I'm like episode four. So don't uh. yeah, I can't quite jump. You've been introduced to Vecna though. Yes, I have. Okay. Without giving away where the show goes, the actor that plays Vecna blah, in, in said makeup and costume, mm -hmm. uh, I guess uh, I saw some article on set. Um, I don't remember where I read it, but it was talking about how, like, I guess he sort of avoided a lot of the cast and crew, especially like at mealtimes and everything, just because he kind of like isolated to just sort of like create this distance for that character being secluded. And some people were like, oh, well, what a dick move. And I'm thinking, first off, that doesn't hurt anyone. That helps him like immerse in his performance of yeah. being solitary i was i was yeah, like the why are you gonna shit on that if you're doing like jared leto shit and like sending dead animals to people or what did he do or something <laughs> yeah then well, maybe, I, I heard maybe he used condom different. thrown around i'm like that's that's rarely great yeah but if you yeah. just like have your process like i heard philip seymour hoffman he we were doing an episode on punch drunk love that's another thing that oh, he did yes. he didn't talk to any of the cast during that movie until the final day of shooting when they were like, ladies and gentlemen, that's a picture wrap on Philip Seymour Hoffman. He goes, hi, it's been great working with you. Nice to meet you. Because he wanted to create that that illusion of this character that sort of was cut off from everyone else because mm -hmm. he was like, the 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 people he acted with, he was like their boss, I think, in the movie. Or like, he they were his lackeys. He was sitting out to do like petty yeah. shit. And that's fine. If that works for your process, that doesn't hurt anyone else or interfere with anyone else. It's, it's kind of like... Just don't be a bag of dicks to the point yeah. that it affects someone. Exactly. I don't care what yeah. you do for you. That's fine. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, we, I, I don't know if there's any stories of Daniel Day Lewis, like, and no, how because his... he's just perfect. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, he, but right. he, listen, he listens to Eminem in his trailer and doesn't bother anyone. Yeah. Well, so. well, I mean, that we know of. Well, um, but he anyway. is probably like when you think method acting, he's like the number one, right? And he's so good at it, and you don't hear about him being a dick, like. Yeah. Unless I haven't read all the articles about him. I don't know. I, I, I'm in the same. I yeah, I agree. I, and I, I, it's hard for me to judge when it comes to a performance. You know, it's your, your process. If you need that extra oomph, I'm just saying at the end of the day, you're a coworker and you know, you got to be yeah. nice right. to your coworkers. Exactly. You got to want to get hired again. Exactly. Honestly, just uh, as humans don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, really. I mean, nice you shouldn't go further than that. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you, you got to share this space and this experience with people. And yeah, no, that's uh, again, everything that we're talking about. I'm like, I file under common fucking sense. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> Sadly, I yeah, it feels like it feels like you we so. understand that, but not uh, not others. But again, so uh, Jordan Peele. Nope. Uh, Heath and I, we love no. We love Jordan Peele. We love all that. All that yes. stuff. I, I adore Get Out. I love us. I feel like us tends to be un underappreciated. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think so too. I really like it. I just, 
it's weird to me. It's unique. And that's going into this movie. I was, I had interesting expectations and I'm curious where you guys were because I try to avoid trailers as best as possible before going into a movie. But Mm -hmm. as the trailer started coming out, people started speculating. And then all of a sudden they started showing here's a flying saucer. I'm like, why would you actually show? I was mad at the trailers for that. I'm like, why would you show Mm -hmm. me that? They started showing a hint of an alien who's like that scene where the aliens poking its head above the, the fence thing. I'm like, why show? I was getting furious at the marketing. Yeah. Uh, they showed the clip of the uh, of a creepy hand going under the table. Again, all, all out of context. Uh, and then as I saw the movie, it was the one time I feel like where I was actually happy with the marketing behind it. Because I the feel misdirect. like we were mm. misdirected mm. by the marketing. Where were you guys on on that before seeing the I, film? I saw I saw like the first two trailers that they were pretty far apart and the first one that teaser was like it it was perfect because it gave you nothing Mm -hmm, and then the mm -hmm. second trailer i was like okay i i had the same reaction i'm like i feel like you showed me too much of the film i get that there's aliens but also i still have no idea what the fuck this movie is about Mm -hmm. and knowing jordan peele it's not going to be about what it's about it's going to be about more than that so like i um yeah, no, like when we sat down and watched it, like I was like, okay, I kind of feel like the trailer is very well, like in a very good way, like set us up for what we were about to see somehow without, you know, spoiling everything. Like, yeah, definitely there were those moments. I'm like, I remember that from the trailer and, you know, like, but it was edited in such a way that it sort of like changed the context. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember like the trailer leaned really heavy on one of my favorite elements was just all these moments where they would see something and like Daniel uh, Klua was like the main one, but his sister too, where he's like, they see something, they're like, nope. Nope, nope, yeah. not dealing with that. And like, you know, but the way that they edited that in the trailer made it seem like it was going to be a lot funnier than it right. was when it was yeah. really kind of very suspenseful. And obviously mm-hmm. the the comedic uh, elements were there to sort of like, you know, create bits of levity and whatever. Mm-hmm. They really, really well timed. But I thought, uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like it set it up in a good way. Like, like I, the, I didn't realize until after seeing the movie that the marketing was a little more effective than I gave it credit for. So I would agree with that. What about you, Em? Um, what's coming to mind is how hereditary was marketed. Like you had no idea what you were getting into going into the movie. Like you had maybe some idea that it was some sort of movie about, uh, familial relationships, but whenever you got right down to it, it's like, Oh my God, it's so much more. (laughs) Um, so, uh, not, I I don't think it's the exact same level for Nope. Um, but that's just the, as Jake was talking, that's the first Thing that came to mind for me is just a, a bit of misdirect gives you enough to make you interested in buying a ticket and then you're in and you're like ah oh, so much more than what I thought exactly yeah gotcha. so Heath and I saw it together it was a rarity where Heath was visiting because we got to go see uh, Kendrick Lamar together and so we're like yeah. let's go watch Nope oh. I was very excited for Nope it actually came out we saw it on my birthday I was super excited for that Yay. and so happy yeah. belated thank you very happy much belated. that's awesome that, that's a hell of a present Kendrick, yeah right i got yeah. to right. avoid my wife and son i just got to go with my friend to watch a horror movie i was like this is a good day uh, that sounds that sounds oh dark i felt i wanted the delivery to be lighter than what that came out to it we know what your intention it's, it's okay i'm just sitting here like don't saying. make i'm yes. like don't make the stupid joke that's just hanging as low fruit jake but i'm gonna now i'm gonna out myself it's just like oh so you had a day that was half nope half dope that's there you cool go. and then i just yeah. myself I love it i love it that's fine uh, i was excited for this heath and i were excited for it and uh i guess just band-aid ripped right off i loved this movie Mm-hmm. This is my favorite Jordan Peele movie Ooh. for a couple of reasons, and then I'm, I'm uh, Heath was, uh, was was there, so he knows. So the second we walked out of the movie, we, we were, were just silent. gushing about it. Yeah, we were silent for a bit, and then all of a sudden, as soon as the 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 dam broke, 
I was like, it was a shark movie. I'm like, they, those psycho sons of bitches did it. They made a land shark movie. <laughs> I was so excited about that. It's a sky shark. No, dude, like literally that movie was fucking shark. Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It through was. And through. I'm like, it it's a got kaiju, kaiju in it. I'm like, this is just bait for me. I'm like, this is easily my favorite. You can't, it's not fair <laughs> to compare it with anything else. Uh, so you like, what was, go ahead. Like, what were your thoughts I, uh, on, on Nope? I, okay. It just overall, I loved it. Oh yeah, um, me too. I, I, I am so fascinated with Peel, both just, just, um, as a storyteller, as a writer, but like primarily as a visualist. Like, I think that he is just an insanely gifted director with a very unique eye and, 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 and a really good, um, like a very honed grip on the concept of pacing, which, and I say this mm-hmm. as someone who, uh, as a filmmaker, I, I'm, I'm aware that something I struggle with. Like I have, I, I always want things to be, I sit and I like to binge like, you know, series in a day, or I'm that person that would, you know, like, I feel if a movie's under two and a half hours, I'm like, did I get my money's worth? I yelled back at the episodes you guys have had. We're like, this movie is too long. It need to be an hour and a half. I'm like, if it's under two and a half hours, it, I don't know if it was worth my time. I like long form content because okay. I'm always like more, unless it's like, you know, I, I'm going to say the best, unless it's probably like a Morbius or something, you know, generally I'm like more <laughs> is a good go. thing. We're just um, going to keep picking on that movie. Watch, I'm going to see that movie That's and fine. like talk it down enough that I actually am going to be the one person that enjoys it. <laughs> probably not. Anyway, um, but, uh, but you know, like I, 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 I just think like I, I really like Peel as a storyteller, specifically as like a visual storyteller, as a filmmaker. Like I think his scripts are great, but I think his direction is like spot on. Um I he hasn't missed for me yet um really with anything he's been involved in but especially his his writing and directing outings I um this probably right now at first blush now we just saw it today so it's very yeah. fresh mm. and I need to digest it a little more because I never like to like solidify on oh that gut reaction you know mm-hmm. like sometimes it goes up or down over time and rewatches change things blah 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 you know our show but I think um <laughs> I uh, okay long story short I guess what I'm trying to get at I would probably say right now off off the bat, this is probably my second favorite Peel movie. And The Order is probably going to surprise you. Us is my favorite. Awesome. Get Out, Get Out, I love. And by ranking it third, I'm not like, it's bad. It's right, sort of like right. Tarantino it's movies. It's least great. For me. I'm like, you're comparing. <laughs> yeah, it's like when people are like, why are you ranking that Tarantino there? I'm like, we're comparing great films to great films. It's fucking semantics. It, yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, if I'm comparing four and five star films, like, what, like what's it matter? They're, they're, it doesn't make any of them bad. Um, and you might have a day where the order yeah, and, shifts. And, and, the, and, and the thing is, every time I rewatch Get Out, it shoots up higher. So like, it yeah. really depends on when I've seen the films, the space that I'm in. Us, I just remember thinking was kind of underappreciated at the time. I thought, mm-hmm. and I was curious to see what would go over time. Nope, to me, honestly, at first blush, feels like the most complex. I feel like it's the most dynamic film that he's made. Absolutely, and I could see this probably being my favorite in the long run. I'm not ready to you know, marry that thought yet. But, uh, but no, like I, I, I I think it's fascinating. I think that there's a lot to unpack. I don't for a second think I've unpacked everything to where like, I honestly kind of wish we'd seen it a week ago. So I could have had a little more time to digest before this discussion, especially Mm -hmm. since you're like, we want smart people to help unpack that. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, you got you guys. Everything's like spread out. I don't have anything in or out of luggage right now. It's just sort of like a mess on the bed. And like, okay, what's gonna fit? Like, like mentally. Right. So, but but it's no. I I think it's fantastic. And uh, you seem to dig it quite a bit. Oh, I liked it a lot. Um, but before I rank any Jordan Peele movies, I need to rewatch um Get Out and Us. But I might be of similar mind with you. Us really like freaked me out. Yeah. Um. I think Us is a scarier movie, hands down. Yeah, Absolutely. but Get Out, yeah. like, 
iconic get out just fucking brilliant yes though. it's like, so I, good. I need to reiterate that by me ranking it yes. is fucking brilliant um, and i adore it but clarify. it was it was such a like big idea movie and the scale and the scope of it just oh there's mm-hmm. so much and i can't couldn't wait to find out more and more so i don't yeah. know like before i rank i'll rewatch and then i'll let you guys know i'll, I'll actually be honest i saw i saw get out uh, one time loved it and then I rewatched mm-hmm. it I just bought it uh, this year I watched it again this year for the f- second time oh wow shattered that's okay. by it. Okay. I was like my god every Jordan Peele Wait, movies, it was the first time was the first time in the theater sorry to interrupt yes. but like, no no yeah first time was in theater yeah it's oh, been okay. that long gotcha. I just knew I loved it and so I just I for whatever reason I never revisited it despite I watched us mm-hmm. I think three times at that point it's Jordan Peele movies require a second viewing so much that he, oh absolutely Heath and I saw it Thursday we saw it again on Saturday because yep. literally that night I bought the tickets again to go see it because uh, and I find this to be a testament of of the movie of, of the movie because again you go into Jordan Peele with a certain mindset mm-hmm. at a certain point and I, I don't even know if I can pinpoint the exact moment in the movie the first time I watched it I'm like and I'm just going to stop trying to figure out the metaphor and I was just enamored and in completely awestruck with the movie and it was the second viewing where I'm like okay now I can try to find the deeper meaning and metaphor. Because I was at face value locked in that first that first go around. I think that's the yeah, biggest thing no, about Nope totally. in general is because this one's the most accessible, right? It's the most popcorn flick that he's made so far. And the, yeah. meta, the meta commentary wasn't married to this one as much as the other ones. Where the other ones, you can't really can't separate it at all. This one, you can actually separate it and, and watch it as a sci-fi film, like a, a horror suspense film, and then also get the meta commentary on the side. No, I, I completely agree. And like, I, I was a little... I was actually kind of thrown off at, at first, like, uh, by how well the the uh, sci-fi alien element was, like, worked into this. Because for me, unless, like, I feel bad <laughs> saying this, <laughs> but, like, literally, unless it's, like, Star Wars or Star Trek or Alien or The Thing, to me, I have trouble looking at aliens and sci-fi as horror. I'm like, it's hmm. a comedy thing. Like, I'm like, oh, we're bringing in aliens. Even when we're trying to be serious, I'm like, and it's stupid because I grew up on shit like the X-Files. Or I remember, um, that, oh, what was that one? Um, a show? Something uh, something in the sky, twi- light in the sky, fire fire in the sky or okay. something. No. Yeah. It was, it was like this old like um, alien abduction movie or, you know, like, yeah, of course I saw signs like everybody like, like you know, so like I've seen. El- movies where you bring in there are aliens or little green men and you make it scary and like once the I'll admit like once that second trailer and it, it kind of made that this was more like UFO I was expecting more of a social commentary satire and less of like a movie that was actually engaging actively engaging and thrilling and like mm-hmm. I I was pleasantly surprised I don't know why but there's something about like oh if you do any other creature or like you know if it's an alien movie like the franchise you know like okay yay but otherwise I'm like it's going to be kind of corny. And I'm wor- I'm literally DPing a alien <laughs> sci-fi series right now for a network. So like I like I mean and I'm like eh, it'd be better without aliens. Sometimes I think that. But cuz I cuz I'm just like it's hard to do aliens like right. I'm and I'm not like like yeah, it's fun to work on the show, but like you mm-hmm. know like generally I'm like aliens are hard. Like I would I've made an alien short and I hated it. Like I'm really proud of it. Like 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 in what we did, but like it was it was for an anthology that project. Infectious yeah, one? infectious. Yeah. It was for I this like anthology project, and everybody yeah. get a different creature. And I got alien. I'm like fucking re- like give me anything. <laughs> yeah. I am not. I will watch. I'm not the person to make it, but I had to do this whole like creature effect. And like of course I was like, well, I don't want it to be funny. I want it to be. Oh, it's, it's, and it's just it was. Eh. Other people are better at it, but like 
I didn't think that he was going to pull this off that well, to be honest. Like yeah. when I was like, okay, so aliens is your thing when you've kind of made us afraid of like the dark side of humanity and people in your previous films. Yeah. Mm, uh, okay, I'll follow you. But then he did like, it was like its own thing. Like you said at the end, like what it became like a kaiju and like this, like, like the, this, like alien Portuguese man of war, like jellyfish, yeah. amorphous <laughs> kaiju <laughs> blimp thing that just, it was it, I don't know, like that. The movie just kept like becoming something different each time, like to the point where like I couldn't, I really couldn't predict where it was going. I mean, I'm yeah. sure some people probably looked at this and thought it was very predictable and formulaic, but like for me, it felt fresh and new and okay, I see what you're doing like the whole time. Like I, I was really, I think that that is a hard specific subgenre to work within and I think he did it fantastically. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And that's, I, I'm actually in the same boat as you. I, for whatever reason, I'm not, huge into what I call hard sci-fi. So mm-hmm. I'm not into Fair. a lot of those like shows and stuff. Like I don't even like Star Trek personally. I mean, I'll watch the movies cause they're fine. Star Wars. I'm that's, I like Star Wars, but that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not into, into that as well. So when I found out when they really announced or when they started making it clear that this was aliens UFO, I was disappointed initially. Cause again, I'm like this, that seems too normal for Jordan Peele. I'm like, yeah, you go from like brain mind swaps to the tethered and like that's what a strange and original concept uh and yeah i was a fool because this movie the when the when uh daniel daniel kalua kalulia how do you say his name i i i always say daniel kalua but i'm always like am i sir am i pronouncing your name right because Uh, like he's so fucking brilliant he deserves me to get it right yeah (laughs) i'm I'm just that's the testaments are my bad ability to, to say names but when he had the line of i don't think it's a ship i started slowly piecing like Oh my God! Why has no one thought of yeah, this? That was before? so fucking smart. It's exactly. such a fresh take on and it's like a an animal movie with it's a, yeah. aliens in it or UFOs. It's like, I, and then that's even more terrifying because this big, huge thing has a mind <laughs> well, of its own. And, and, and how do you handle and just, that? And just it's like in the, the, the sky. The, ah! the, the little subtext of pinning that of the but the fact that he understands animals so well because they're used to like you know working with wrangling with horses and mm-hmm. like you know running a farm. It's like okay, cool. You were like. It, it almost reminded me a little bit of uh, your next where like she mm-hmm. was like, you know, the daughter of that survivalist. And it's like, OK, you were the perfect person to handle this scenario. You just happened to be in a shit scenario. It sort of reminded me of him. And then at the end you had um, which, oh, my God, I'm going to have a whole like sub part uh, sub sect of this where I just need us to like gush over Michael Wincott for a minute. But we'll get around to it. Oh, my um, God. Yes. But like but uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, so, uh, we're going to we're, we're so going to have good. a geek out, bro. There were, uh, but, there uh, were some times where I was like, Jake, you want to be like that, don't you? I looked over and I, I was I was like, Em, I can't talk to you. I'm damp this whole movie. Like, I just, like, he's fantastic. But um, but no, like the um, like, you know, the, the part where he was like filming the shot of like after the dude on the motorcycle came in and mm-hmm. Daniel's character was like writing in almost like mirroring his what great 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 grandfather that like that that yeah. first that first cinematographic image of like yeah. you know the 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 black man actor stuntman like on that horse riding that that was like the first photographed image and it's almost like he's like recreating that history it's like you this idea of like that this character was born to be able to our quint essentially yeah and uh, or or um or you know chief essentially like that he was he's a sort of like he kind of like embodied like the entire ship from Jaws just to sort of be like the person that could take out this entity. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant, man. Like I was so smart. Yeah. I to was... play with these expectations. Cause you're right. Like his, the idea of like, Oh, you've done these higher concept movies and now you're just doing little green men. But it's like, why? Of course, Jordan Peele could take the most simplest basic concept and do it in a clever, 
dynamic way. Yeah, that's, that that's, I think a lesser yeah. storyteller absolutely would have fucked up. Yeah, like I said, that's when I went into this. That's what my expectations were. I'm like Jordan Peele has that unique voice, that unique vision, and so the I, the moment it happened, actually, the moment I'm like, okay, I am a fool. I'm just gonna watch this film as the not, as the not Jordan Peele level person I am. During that horrifying scene where uh, the the lights in the the barn kick on, and so he goes and kicks it off, and then they kick on again behind him as he's walking out. Oh my god! Perfect horror moment. Like this is perfect. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Swings by, and then slowly see the alien. I'm like, that is horrifying. That's creepy. And then, and 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 you're like, this is like this. These are like Halloween party city costumes, like in a wide shot, but it was still creepy. It was, and it was so slow too. And then the bit that again, it's it's like I said, it was a horrifying moment. I was white knuckling the chair, and then when the second alien pops up. He goes, nope, and just walks, turns around. I'm like, it, the yep. theater <laughs> cracked up. Oh, I know. I lost. I literally lost my shit when he punched the one. Like, yeah. Hanging upside down. And, and, then, and, then, and then, spoiler alert, that the whole thing's a fucking fake out. It's all it's just a bunch of kids. And, 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 yeah. then all, and I remember thinking, bro, these look like 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 Walmart Halloween Party City costumes. They, they look <laughs> like rubber masks, but I'm like, that's smart enough. You're were. doing it in a wide shot, and they're moving slow enough that it's like, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, it's supposed to be kids in costumes. You somehow still made that scary. It's just so, it works on levels, and I love it. When I was ha- when I saw that the aliens were actually children, I'm like, oh, the mar- that's when I started thinking the marketing. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is not at all what the movie's going to be about with, with these aliens. I'm like, this is perfect. I'm so excited. Because uh, there's no fucking aliens. You saw no little green men in which the movie. Is, which That's, is scarier to me because it's a kept, giant monster. It is. But, but the whole movie, what are you waiting to see? When do we get to see the little green right. men? Exactly. You're waiting the whole time. And the fact that that like, gets denied you mm-hmm. and you're like oblivious to the thing you're supposed to be well, scared it, of. And it you're created like, oh, something shit. new. It was just so unique. Yeah. Like nothing we've ever seen before. And that's the kind of cinema we need is like Absolutely. fresh ideas. Did, and that's did, what Jordan Peele gives us. And he's hopefully inspires other filmmakers to not oh. be afraid to put their new ideas out there. I, ha- I, I agree. totally agree. I have two questions that are very different. One is for AJ. One is for the group. I'll do the second one first. Did anyone else get like any heavy Pinocchio vibes from this shit? Pinocchio like vibes. as a metaphor, not a like face value at all. Pleasure, pleasure island, or something? no, no. Think about the whole idea of like you know, like getting in, like uh, okay, I'm doing back to my childhood, but like Belly you know, the, the like, like getting into the whale and everything. Kind of reminded me of this whole like, oh, we got this flag in this in this ship, and at the end where like they they put something in the whale, which very much reminded me of Jaws, the whole like smile, you son of a yeah, right. Like, but I was kind of getting like a little bit of like a Pinocchio, like adult Pinocchio tale out okay. of that. Interesting. That. I, might, I might just be grabbing at straws, but there was something about like the fact that we kept going into like the digestive system of this like amorphous creature ship, mm-hmm. cowboy hat, blimp, parachute <laughs> thing, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. But like when you're in there and it's like the people are like, ah, and then they just like it rains blood, which by the way, the shot of that that raining blood over the house is my, oh my favorite God. image in cinema of 2022. <laughs> yeah. As of this incredible. moment, I'm it. Probably will be beat, but as of right now, I'm like, that's my fucking shot of the that year. Like so that cool. shit was amazing. Oh my god, yeah, that was really um, terrifying too. Yeah, but like you know, you have like you know that, and then it's like you kind of like pick up as it's going. Like, oh, it didn't like that it ate the fake horse, and that it you know uh, had had the had the the, the pennant uh, uh, flags, like the string of flags mm-hmm. sticking out of it, and like, but we kept getting just these glimpses of like the inner biology of this creature as it's like trying to eat and digest. And I don't know, like every time we were in it, I was like having Pinocchio flashbacks. Okay, so. cool. Hmm. That was just me. I know, I, I um, wouldn't the, piece that together. So that's a yeah. real, I like that take. That's really cool. The other question I had AJ was like, since we have a little similarities on, on sci-fi stuff, I'm curious because I am, 
I and I can't even say it's a bad film. I just I want to like it and I can't and I'm in the minority and I get attacked by a lot of, you know, like, how do you not like that film if you like cinema like friends? Um, where was your what was your take on Annihilation? Uh, and M hasn't seen this. So I was fine. With don't, it. don't worry about it. You can. No, I don't care. For I was spoilery. fine with it. Oh, I was okay. disappointed because I watched it the wrong way. When I when I got like, when I watched the movie, I'm like, oh, I was sold on the wrong movie. This is not what I was. And, 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 I was see, and that was sort of the reverse of this, like the marketing, like I wanted the movie I thought I was going to see. Yeah. And then I saw this and I was like, don't be wrong. I, I haven't seen men. I adore Ex Machina, like yeah. fucking love it. And like, I was so hyped for Annihilation and everybody but me loved that movie. Like everybody's like, oh no, it's brilliant. I'm like, I think it's, I think it probably is brilliant. I think that there's a lot to it. I think that maybe I'm just going to say, I don't get it yet. Or I haven't discovered an appreciation. Mm-hmm. I'm no way going to say it's, it's a very well-made film. I just didn't, dig it and like i kind of feel like that has been one of the more recent litmus tests for like i guess what you would call hard sci-fi like you know like of people like you know is this good or bad and i've always noticed i'm like everybody but me likes that movie so i was curious again i think i need to give it another shake i just haven't wanted to i only see i I I saw it once i was like "Eh." exactly i need to watch it a second time understanding it's not what i thought it was going to be as i got into it so i I agree and i also have not not the film's fault Exactly. But, I also have not seen men either, but I've been hearing mediocre things about it, which is very interesting. I've heard very, I've heard very, I've heard uh, that and Thor four, like the two that everybody has been divided on from what I've read. Uh, I, I would seen inclined either. to agree. Uh, something with, with this, with this movie that I, I, I never would have guessed. And that's why, again, the marketing is brilliant because it just, it showed you clips from the movie out of context. Uh, mm-hmm. That monkey bit was Horrifying! Jeez. Oh my yes. god, that could have been the entire movie. That is but yes. it was, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Oh. oh no, that that opening scene was masterclass, and the fact that like, and we every time you saw Steven's character, and it kept like going back to like him as a kid. Oh, first mm-hmm. off, that shit was like, it was emotional. It was harrowing. It was yes. so. I'm like, honestly, I was like, I could have more of that. I know we got three Planet of the Apes movies yeah. recently, <laughs> but I want more of this. Yeah. Also, the the guy that did the mocap for that also did mocap in Planet of the Apes, so that's fun. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's what I uh, read in a little trivia thing about it. I ag- I agree. I I think that because again, I actually what I mentioned before on the show was that I saw the first trailer. I'm like, I'm in. Second trailer, I was also disappointed because I'm like, this looks more comedic than than what I was expecting or even hoping based on that second trailer that came out. And then. When this movie started with that scene, I'm like, oh, no, I'm wrong. This is <laughs> this movie is going to pull the punches. And you mentioned at the top of the show, this to me is Jordan Peele's most dynamic film. And it's it's incredibly dynamic just in, in general across the board because I'm terrified in moments. I'm laughing hysterically at moments. I'm emotionally invested at moments. I'm cheering for someone to die at other moments. Like there's so <laughs> much in extreme that I'm doing in every direction that just to me, it, it speaks volumes on, on this movie. Uh, something that I wanted to, to ask you guys about was what do you, th- I mean, it, it, again, it's, it's the obvious thing that people talk about. What do you think was the, the, I hate to call it the metaphor, but like, what do you think the, the message was or your take on the message? There's no right or wrong. Clearly. I'm just, I love hearing what Fair. you got out of the movie. Oh. So I think it, it is trying to mm, say something about it's like it's saying a lot. It's saying a lot. But mm-hmm. in talking about Gordy and the creature in the sky um, and and even the the uh, horses at the what do they call the 
Mm. What mm-hmm. was their ranch called or their business? Haywood Hollywood Horses. Haywood Hollywood Horses. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this respect for animals in show business uh, versus um, and you have to treat them with respect and understand. Like you know, it's like it's like when that uh, that dude held the 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 thing up and then the horse saw its reflection and kicked. Yeah, they were doing the commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, and then the thing that set Gordy off was that loud popping noise from the balloons on set. Um, and you can push an animal, push an animal um, past its limits. But an animal's um, going to do what's in its nature. Yes. Um, so respecting the nature of the beast, um, learning its behavior, and then conquering it, or what what they say, breaking it. Um, I, I, I think it has a something to say about that, like the differences in how um, Stephen and um, Daniel's character approached um dealing with the monster in the sky steven wanted to use it as part of his act and what was daniel's character's name oj oj wanted to um how do we forget that he's like your name's oj otis otis jr um (laughs) i i i was i I was like i want to laugh at this but i'm not going to just in case (laughs) but But i was like this is so fucking funny he came at it from the perspective of understanding and then using that knowledge to then uh, have an outcome that's better for everybody in this situation. And um, that reminded me, and this might be because I just read that trivia piece that you brought up, Jake, but it reminds me a little bit of um, Jurassic World, like with Mm. Chris Pratt versus the others the, you know, who, who just the, want to jam the dinosaurs into places where well, you're talking like, like man versus nature versus God essentially. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, this is one of the better, like man versus nature films I've seen in a while, but like also like man versus man. Like I, I think, um, I agree with everything that you're saying about this idea of like respect for like, you know, the metaphorical wild animal that, uh, you know, you, you have to understand and like, you know, read the room, read the indicators of, um, this is, this is a, a, a cornered animal and it may react to you or something, or like the simple thing of like, don't look at it. And like, you know, it will leave you alone because it's like, I want to be left alone. I'm, this is my home. You're welcome here. It's almost like the people are like, you know, um, the spiders that, you know, or like, or like, it's like the spider that happened to be there before people domesticated the area. It's like, no, no, th- bro, this is, this is my home. Leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Kind of a deal in a weird way. Or like, or like any kind of wild animals, but, but I guess like forest animals would probably be like better What's, than like a spider. But, but anyway, um, <laughs> what was interesting to me though, is, um, in the end, um, Steven's, some of Steven's idea eventually killed the monster. It's like, as, um, uh, Emerald was releasing that big old inflatable uh, cowboy, like, yeah, like, oh, it's like you did something right, buddy. That was like, so good. It was yeah. so dramatic as he's going to eat like the big boy in the Dude. sky. I love that. Shit. <laughs> did you also? I got such a kick out of it when it's like an over the shoulder shot of the of the big boy in the sky, and then you see the yeah. monster on the other side. I'm like, yes. what am I? Lo-? Like, it took a moment of just appreciating. <laughs> what am I looking at right now? This is incredible. I know. This is it was so crazy. And you're you're like you're yes. like ah, oh, Pacific Rim three did finally happen. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, it's like the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Yeah. yeah, it was very and, Ghostbusters. Um, no, like I, like I had this. Sorry, I, I don't mean to, like. No, no, I feel no, like I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but like you, I, I, I agree with everything that you're saying, and but also like I, I, I might incorrectly be doing this. I think I'm trying to force this through the prism of Jordan's like previous films, mm-hmm. yeah. and knowing his social commentary on like 
the danger of the judgment of of man and you know the 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 choosing what to you know like he has a lot of comments on like you know but just human interaction in general but specific specifically like you know racism and race relations and i i think uh i was starting to kind of feel like um i don't know why but it was some it was the fact that like anytime anything happened it was kind of funny but like you know they were like nope 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 mm-hmm. i'm not going to deal with this and it reminded me of like a really smart, I, 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 and I might be pushing this, so feel free to be like Jake, you're reaching. But like I, Jake, I, like, I was thinking, it was reminding me of like when I was very young and growing up, and like you see scenes in like scary movie where they would show like you know the the, the stereotypical like you know black audience like you know like yelling at the screen and like oh don't do that don't go in there and you're always like oh characters in horror movies are so stupid which like for some reason I was thinking about that and then it took me back further to thinking of like this 80s bit stand-up that Eddie Murphy did where he was talking about white people in Amityville horror and Mm -hmm. I and I acknowledge (laughs) I am saying all this as as a white dude so like but like but like he was like he was you know like the 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 bit of that of that stand-up uh uh bit was was him talking about how you know it's like oh man he's like white folks just don't want to stay they 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 don't sense danger and it's like just get out of the house. That's all mm-hmm. you gotta do is get out of the house. It's like, oh baby, this place is great. Yeah. You know, like great walls, good wainscoting, and all this shit. And then get out. Too bad we can't stay. We gotta tip the fuck yeah. out the door. And then they just leave. But he's like, he's, he's like, but white people are stupid and they stay. Right. And like for some reason, like I kind of felt like this was like a high bar commentary on the stupidity of characters in horror movies and sort of like filtering that through the prism of how different audiences specifically different like races would be like uh well you may do that but i would serve and it's this thing that everyone does when they're watching a horror movie Mm -hmm. where they try to watch it through the lens of am i capable enough to survive this situation you know Mm -hmm. and then like you filter that and i i might be reaching but for some reason that made me think of like that comedy commentary that i saw in like uh a scary movie or like Eddie Murphy stand up. Those were just the two that popped to mind. I feel like he was trying to do something with that in a really clever way that I haven't finished unpacking, but I'm I realized about your, your all's thoughts on that. I, I realized it's really rough because uh, same exact thing with Heath and I, we needed a, at very least a day. I needed to sleep on it to begin oh, yeah. to process what it was with this movie. I mean, I, yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a great take, but Heath, cause I know you and I got to have uh, a discussion about this a little bit together. So go ahead and say, what you think or how you took the movie in terms of like what it's supposed to represent. I'm honestly still processing a lot too. Like I can't put everything into words, just like Jake was saying. Uh, but there's two things that for me, that gave me perspective for the rest of the movie. For one, it was beginning dialogue, the beginning, like uh, the beginning quote. It said, I will mm. make you vile. I'll make you spectacle. That mm. as well as Stephen Yoon saying, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've been watched by the viewers and I think they trust me. Otherwise we wouldn't be here right now. So I thought that whenever he said that, the viewers being us in the audience watching the film and us wouldn't trusting us has meant us trusting Jordan Pill to put on a spectacle for us to watch. Oh my and god, I think is he it making was, a commentary on the storyteller and audience dynamic? I didn't oh that's I think brilliant. So. I didn't think about that. I think it's a story about content and the consumption of content and how dangerous it is. And like uh also I think like whenever the kaiju opened up his mouth, that square would look like a camera to me making frames. Yes. Yeah, it did. It, 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 yeah, it, it felt like a camera sensor a little bit. And yeah. as well as like uh, like not looking at directly into the camera was a commentary. Uh, so it's really hard to unpack everything. But I think it's like everyone had something to gain off of making something a spectacle, off of filming something, making something that everyone else can see and getting a profit off of that. And everyone was doing it in turn and it ended up being their downfall. 
Well, you're right. Okay, because yeah, Steven's character uh, grew up as a child actor. Um, right. The sister is like, you know, hell bent on getting video or photographic Evidence. proof of this for them to like, you know, make money. You have a director of photography as a side character. You know, actually, that, no, um, no, you're, uh, you're the spot light on. is moving into golden hour. Yeah, yeah. my favorite part and is then he, he just he's like, goes and light, gets eaten. The light's about to be in a magic place. He's like, I'm going off with my cameras. And I was like, this is ten out of ten. How I die. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's what the big thing Heath and I uh, discussed with each other is that's exactly how I, again, I got to watch it a second time exclusively. Like, what can this represent? I took it the same way. To me, it's, this is a cautionary tale about man's, I say hubris, but desire to yes. be ex like on top, like the, on top of the mountain extreme. Like why, you know, simple living, you know, horse training, all that stuff is, is fine. But instead it's like, well, uh, what can I do to capitalize on this thing that happened to, for me, me, me? How can I make myself bigger? Steven Yoon, it, aliens are here. And immediately he's like, how do I make this part of my show, like to, show of it. to make it big yeah. for the, mm. whatever the, the, the little Western thing. Same with his, uh, the Daniel sister, Kiki Palmer. She's like, uh, she sees the aliens. And, and again, instead of trying to help people or warn people, she's like, we can use this to get famous and rich. And it consumes Daniel as well. You see him start switching. You're like, it's not good enough. We need more. Mm -hmm. No, no, you're 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 so right, and like I I really think that you AJ, I think I well I think you're really onto like the the it is about like man. Well, the both of you, yeah. Yeah, well, you both are like like man's. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to like I'm not trying to re-echo what you're saying. I'm just it's taking me down a path. Like like I think yeah, it's about man's pride in thinking that they can control the uncontrollable, and you could even take that with yeah. the DP. Like yeah. the way that they reel him in is like we need you to get the impossible shot. And he's like, that's impossible. And this mm -hmm. idea of like, you know, getting like that perfect moment, that perfect shot of like, you know, no, hey, here's the thing. We have to coexist. Don't look at it. It's like a wild creature. And just the same thing is like the way that he knew how to talk to the horse, but everyone else is like, you're going to spook it and make it kick. It's like, this is a dangerous animal if you don't treat it with respect. And mm -hmm. so like, yeah, there, there's like this, I don't know. Like it's, it's I, like a very, it's an interesting take on the man versus nature. Like, yeah, I think, I think the spaceship but. was us. Like, we were giving stuff stuff to consume, and whenever we didn't get what we want, we quickly turned on people that were giving us a thing to consume. Does that make sense? Like, we got yeah, and the spaceship wasn't horse. what we expected it to be. Yeah. Right, that's what. Uh, yeah, the Trojan horse. Oh. Exactly. I took it the same way too. Or even it, it is on the nose. Even you calls them like I call them the viewers. I almost feel, and I wonder if that's what Jordan Peele feels like with us as the fans right. who love pretty a, unanimously a love him as, as a you know horror director a creator we love him and it's him kind of reminding himself or us that just like the, the idea of like you don't get you don't control you have to respect the audience that he's like i'm on top of the world right now in terms of people like me my movies are getting well reviewed i'm winning oscars he's like but i'm respecting this animal that because and in any second like they brought up uh siegfried and roy any second we can uh, us as the audience can turn on to, i mean look at all the, the cancel culture nowadays and stuff in a second Ooh, we can yeah, yeah, turn yeah. our backs on anyone and but so respecting us and re realizing that you are not bigger than than the, the monster than the alien than you're, the viewers you're trusting people to pay money and sit for a stretch of time in the dark and take in what you get like you know like time time people's time is valuable and like no i i think that that's shit yeah no i think that that's really spot on well, and then very it, very clever it, and like god damn jordan okay <laughs> it kind of boils down to like the the thing that um defeated the monster or de defeated us mm -hmm. um was a character being resourceful 
a character respecting um, the beast uh, and then um, capturing capturing an image of that. I, I don't know as a as a way to say, look, we defeated. I, I don't know. I'm trying. Well, to, funny. I'm trying to like connect mm, that dot, yeah. but we're not quite there yet. Watching yeah, it a yeah, second yeah, yeah. time again, you, you'll have to watch it a second time. It's and I guess we can transition into the brilliance of the movie now specifically. I was. I, I, I was a little confused the first time I saw the ending where I'm like, so they got it. They got their the thing that they wanted. Looking at that photograph at the very end, the Polaroid, because there's no scale or anything, the way the, the monster looks, it looks like a moth, like a butterfly. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Which, which doesn't that Jesus make you think of like Christ. the fucking, which, which, uh, what else does that make you think of? The fucking praying mantis in front of the camera. It's setting which which is like, and, and they have that throwaway line of like, I haven't seen a lot of those around here. So it's like, is this... Are the insects are part of the? I don't. I, don't I know. know. Like, I was like, like, like is this the, the, an alien uh, infestation of uh, praying mantises yeah. that are going to come? Well, in? and and also like like on its on on the surface somehow through this, this is literally Jordan Peele like unequivocally to me like just like his love letter to fucking cinema. Mm-hmm. Like from the oh, opening yeah. of like this oh, idea yeah. of like the first image that you're used to seeing, people didn't know his name, but we are his great 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 descendants. Yep. And you know, is this this jockey on a horse? And then you know, like. Oh, when dad was working on that, like I got a kick out of certain things that were dating, like when they were working in the movies is like, like Scorpion King. Oh no, that wasn't a Western. That was the Scorpion King. And then at the end, he throws on that Scorpion King right. hoodie. I like fucking went, yeah, like in my head in the theater. I was, I was like, I don't even care. That movie shit, but yeah, like it was like, like all, all these little like things where they're kind of like throwing back and talking about like, you know, just like the process of the movies, like just even seeing them shooting that commercial where the horse kicked. Like I, I was like. Jordan Peele fucking loves making movies. Mm-hmm. Like he's literally like telling story. And I was like, I just love that even though the movie's not about filmmaking, it's sort of like if you're dealing with that, that, that discussion and that discourse of uh creator versus audience and, you know, content versus consumer. And like, I, I it's, it's just a really kind of nice thing, beautiful thing that he took that through this historical journey uh, through the love of cinema. And just like, you see, all these people are like, oh no, this is what we're doing to get a shot. Because honestly, it's really not glamorous. And you see, anytime you see them talking about production, but like, I was getting excited, like as a mm-hmm. filmmaker watching that, like, oh, just like you know, if you love this, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what you make it look like, your worst day on set is better than anything else. And, and I just, I don't know, I don't know, like you could just tell that this is made in a medium by someone who fucking loves that medium. And like, mm-hmm. I, that, that, that whatever you want to call it, indescribable version of Disney magic that is there with that, I adored and loved it. Yeah, I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly agree. And it's, again, I I highly encourage everyone to watch it a second time because as you're watching it a second time, you're looking, obviously you're like trying to think of what happens later and you're able to really visualize it. That whole opening, before they reveal the cloud, watching it a second time, it is there (laughs) since the freaking beginning of the movie. (laughs) <laughs> there's a long shot of with Kiki Palmer and, and Daniel and they're walking to the house uh, I mm-hmm. think it's right it's right before the, the the night the first night shot we get of them they're walking and that, it's that, tracking you talk, you're talking about that that steady cam like profile like sidewalking yes. shot yes the cloud on, the, on is top of the hill right yeah. freaking there perfectly framed. oh yeah no no, no. Right like, behind I, their head. For, yeah I loved that shot yep the, that alien cloud it's right freaking there it's there all this it's incredible so and what, it's like yeah you don't notice it you're like we've been looking at the whole time just like they have and they didn't catch it Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then that first really night, puts you in their shoes. that first night that that uh, that ghost, the horse runs off, and you see what's like what's going on over there at the at the Western thing, whatever. You literally hear Steve, uh, Stephen Yoon doing the speech from the end of the movie. He was like, "What if I told you 
and watching mm. it again, you're like, Jesus Christ, this whole freaking time. And you can see the little uh, twister thing of smoke pulling up a horse. Uh, you see when uh, when they're in the office, when the Stephen Dean's office, and first of all, there's a Frisbee on his desk, a little disc, if you will, that looks suspiciously like a saucer. Uh, he's like, when, when Daniel brings up, hey, I'd like to try to work a way for me to buy the horses back. You can see Dan, uh, Stephen Yeun's like, character yeah. kind of tighten up. He's like, yeah, yeah, buy them back. We can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're food now, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. Uh, just the brilliance of every little thing means something, if not later, then just for the overarching story as a whole. Uh, I, I, I can't, I, I've, tried, I've teased it long enough. Uh, Michael Wincott is a, is a God tier person, oh, character actor. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Like I, I actually had such a serotonin rush seeing him on the big screen again. Mm -hmm. I, I, okay. I don't remember the last time I saw Michael Wincott in a movie. I clearly, there's <laughs> no way he's just been four. What was that movie? One of the resurrection. alien resurrection. Yeah. I think that was the last time I saw him. Jean-Pierre Jeannot directed that. I remember that shit. Saw that in theater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wasn't great, but it was fun. Um, so like I leaned over halfway to since we to um, uh, since we did a episode on str on uh, Stranger Things Strange Days and I was like just so you know that's the bad guy from Strange Days if you're trying to she's like I'm like yeah he played Philo and I'm like like he just has that like God damn it his voice okay first off iconic. we have two iconic voices in this movie can we talk about we got Michael Wincott Keith and Keith fucking David, David. You got spawn like, two, in the two of, of the greatest movie. yeah two of the greatest voices in the history of cinema fucking fight me. Yes. <laughs> I loved that. I love that that's you know how I mean? you like, talked it, about him because I did the same thing to Heath where I'm like, that's the bad guy from The Crow in the, in the beginning <laughs> shot with them on oh, set. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh. It was just, it, well, and it's like, you know, it was just, I, was just, I was just like, he was in They Live. Are we going to get a kick-ass and chew bubblegum line? Because I'm here for it. So um, I know I know that was I know that was not him, but still. Uh, no, no, like, but no, like, I thought, uh, yeah, Keith David was fucking great. That opening scene of just like him riding away and then the, the nickel in his head, which he kept savage. on, like, and he Dude. kept on the. I was, I was like, oh fuck, and you're like, why are keys and coins raining? And then his dad get hit. Also, M, M took the time to point out. She's like, you know, since I was Jefferson on that coin, I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice. That was a yeah. nice touch. Yep. Yeah. But, I, um, I, I didn't mean to steal your thunder, but I was very proud. No, of you no, for no. That. Thomas That's Jefferson. Um, but no, like I, I thought, I thought, uh, yeah, no, Keith David's always fucking great, but oh man, Michael Wincott, it was so, it was such a cool role for him. And I loved seeing him just like the second he was there, like, you know, just kind of leaning like as DP, like it's the shot for him. He's like, we're filming the horse's ass. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm like fucking Michael Wincott. You're here. Does his <laughs> just, presence, his uh, voice. I love him. I love him. He's royalty. I bet sure. Jordan Peele can now die peacefully knowing that he got the, one of the greatest voices in Hollywood to do the whole like one eye, one blind purple Peter, people, <laughs> blind yeah. purple. Oh yeah, my god! I was That's like, it. oh, like, this is almost cheesy, but just, I also no, it, I'm yeah. here for it. It was almost it's cheesy, except fucking Michael Wincott it's did it, and him. just you have that that, that final aerial shot, and he's like, "Sure seems strange to me." And I was like, <laughs> "You're fucking right." It. Oh man, I, how how on paper that doesn't work. <laughs> Somehow that worked. It was incredible. Any other actor, it would be weird and cringy and on the nose, but it's because it's him and it's like, we're looking at it, we're like, he's doing this. This and actor you know what it gave is me? doing this. <laughs> and you know what it gave me heavy vibes of to go back to it? What's mm. that? Fucking Quint speech, man. Yeah. I was just It was just him. He's like, a lifeless eyes, black eyes, like a doll's <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, even the very end with him doing the, uh, do manually uh, doing the camera that looked like a, yes. a fisherman when he was doing yeah, it. Yeah, didn't that feel like Quint? Like when he's he's like he's like when he's eating the peanuts and he's weird and he's yeah. like, "Oopak, 
Hooper, quit playing with yourself this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Oh man. It was, yeah, no, like, like it was, yeah, it was great. Also, um, we, we, we keep talking about this. It's funny that this isn't one. Can you guess the five films that Jordan Peele cites as influences on him making this movie? Uh, They're right in front of me. So I I'm, feel uh, like it's not going to be obvious in, ones. Like it's not going to be Jaws. Encounters of the Fourth Kind, whatever it is, right? Close Encounters of the Third Kind is one of the five. I feel like he won't, he won't say signs, even though it's. Point Science for AJ, is Science is one. Oh, on okay. Each got like a point. That's two, that's two of the five. I still can't believe he won't. He said Jaws is not something that inspired him. It's not, listed, it's not listed yeah. in this official list mm. of what he cited as an influence, but I would argue that it is, even it's though like he's not saying, but it's not on this list. I'm gonna, I know how much he's a Hitchcock guy, so I'll say like something Hitchcock, so he'll, uh, Psycho or Vertigo or something. I nope. want to agree with you, but not on the list. Damn. The last three, three are obvious, three but also, more. huh. So I feel like it's not just going to be alien-based, so maybe a Western kind of, of Reference. I kind of hinted at one um, earlier. One is from the 90s, two are from the 30s. I'll give you that. Okay, oh, well, geez. the 30s is going to be a little tougher. Uh, there are definitely ones you know, though. Maybe. I'm, I'm, now I'm feel no, like... No, for sure you would. No, like, if you don't, you shouldn't be hosting a movie podcast. <laughs> from the 30s? Wizard of Oz, maybe? Yeah, that's yep, one. Two points for AJ. Okay. <laughs> two left. From the 30s. Oh, one man. is from Think the of 30s. one of the major. Okay, like at this point, I just want to tell you, but I'm having fun with this. Think of like literally one of the main things so that you don't get eaten by the monster. One of the main things so you don't don't look at it. Don't. So, don't. So, come on, come on, connect the dots. I'm I'm you having such an utter brain fart right now. I have no Jurassic Park. clue. Jurassic uh, Park. Okay. Remember the T Rex? He can't see us oh, if I we don't move. That. I could definitely see that. Uh, I thought you said it was for that one. For, I, I was still under the mindscape that one was still from the 30s. So I'm like, I don't. There's one more from the. No, that oh, was that from 1993. The, okay, but I you can easily tie that to the one from the 30s because that one is super inspired by this one. It's not that. I'm trying to think of Jurassic Park is essentially a modern day this. Uh, Never mind. I was thinking the freak Coming show out. one. What's it called? <laughs> no there's idea. literally an entire there's enti there's entire universe of films that involves this character at this point. Oh, Godzilla, King Kong. No, that's yeah. from '54, my dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, yeah, King Kong, King Kong, thirty-three. Oh, King Kong. okay, okay, that's entirely too. Uh, that was way over my head. I'm an idiot for not getting that one. No, that's no, that's, that. that's okay. I was I was like I was like that was the one. I was like I think they'll get that one and have trouble with the rest. So I guessed wrong. Hmm. That's. I, but, I yeah, he says King Kong, Jurassic Park, Close Encounters, Signs, and Wizard of Oz are his films are the films influence. Okay, apparently. I can accept that. Yeah, I'm not mad at the list. Yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, no. I get, I, I see it totally. <clears throat> I, I would argue Jaws and some some westerns in there too. But absolutely, uh, yeah. something anyway. that something that I really love again, it, it just because Michael Wincott's so great in this. <laughs> Watch again, nothing is a freaking accident. Everything is a breadcrumb for something else. When he's in the beginning, he's like that. That's like that dream you have where you're on top of the mountain. Like, that's not the kind of dream you come back from. Yeah, he dies on top of a mountain at the end of the movie. I'm like, <laughs> I know. God, it's, it's, dang it's, it. it's his dream. It's, he it's was so, doing what so, he was. And the whole time he's like cutting all, like, he's like in the editing room looking at all this, like, like Animal, violent yeah. nature footage <laughs> mm -hmm. that he's happened to, you know, he's like been in a safari, like camping for weeks and just happened <laughs> to get all this shit. I'm uh -huh. like, oh, okay. Well, it's, he said, yeah. like, and it's another brilliant line too. He's like, "Well, I tend to do one for them, so I can do one for me." In this movie, or at, at the end of the movie, he gives one to them. He gives them the shot, and like, uh, 
of the whatever that glamour shot on the IMAX Jerry Rig yeah. camera. And then he yeah, gets I love one it. for like, him. I built it myself. He's like, oh, I told you he was going to come in with a with a non-electrical <laughs> camera. I died at that. Where she and, er, er, and yeah. her and Daniel were just like, they were just high-fiving like five times in a row so intensely. That is I lost a, my shit. It's a great That was bit. so good. Cause it's like, it's that idea of like in, in those movies where there's some kind of, some kind of restriction where there's no electricity or, or, uh, you know, that we can only go out at night, that kind of thing. It's just like an, uh, it's like, oh, I, I made a homemade MacGuffin that solves that problem. It's like, mm. oh my God. And that's why it's so, that's so great. Well, and speaking of a MacGuffin, like, it's like, like there's that line that I love that he says where like, OJ's like, what's a bad miracle yeah and he's trying to think if there's a word for that mm -hmm. like there was something about like i'm still unpacking you but that whole like moment for him was like super beautiful it was mm -hmm. and i i love that his sister right away believed him i love that there was right. no yes questioning because it, it's brilliant because we see what a more or less stick in the mud oj is he's just very straight laced by you know straight line by the book i'm not well, i'm not gonna fluff up or lie about anything and so she in right away believes that he saw an alien which is, yeah, because she's like, great. are you telling me what I think you're telling right now? And he does that subtle, like, like just that little nod. Yeah. And, and it's it. like, I, I love how little his character talks and how, how much he says. Yes. Like he says so much with saying so little, like I, I, which is just a testament to his ability. Like I've never seen him give the same performance from movie to movie. Yeah. When I think about like, so no, I think about like, get out black Panther. Um, I think of black um, mirror. Um, that uh, one episode uh, help, black help me mirror out. Uh, Judas, Judas, the black Messiah. He was so good. Yeah. Like, that. and then oh this, and I'm just like, I always like for a second, I'm like, oh, there's Daniel. And then I'm like, I forget who you are. I just see your character. Like he's he's a fucking chameleon. Jordan Peele says that he is his De Niro is what he's calling him. He's like, you're my dude. Love now. It. Like, you're my D yeah, thing. Please, that I, ne I, I never want to see that team break up. Please. Yeah, forever. I sincerely. Uh, again, I'm just I, again, it's just watching the second time you just you pick up and it's like, oh, that was not an accident either. So oh, like, I'm dying to see this a second time now. Yeah. No, the the something that I that I was enjoying was the the, the Stephen Yoon character and journey in this story. I yeah. took as so mm. at face value, it can seem like, well, what was the point? But to me, it's the perfect representation of of what I mentioned with hubris and seeing like I survived this once before. Unscathed, yeah. And then he mm -hmm. yeah. getting the wrong message from that and thinking, I must be special then. I am yeah. different. I can tame the beat like that, that kind of false confidence that you get look, getting the wrong message from a horrible lesson. Right. The thing that turns you into Homelander. Got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm special boy. I get special rules cause I'm special. I can do whatever I want. It's <laughs> having that. And then having that, uh, having his fate in the movie, like halfway through <laughs> is, is brilliant. It's something else that I caught too is the horse, doesn't leave the the little glass stable thing this yes. particular horse and as uh, oj's dropping off that horse he's like this is my second best horse like as he's dropping mm -hmm. it off so it's the most mm -hmm. it's really obedient so it's not going to just take off out of the the gate thing which it the horse's name is lucky and the, the lady in the beginning yes. is like is he lucky he survives so oh yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah it's Aww. it's chopped but, full of that stuff that there just, is one thing that's good Oh no! I was just say M M M was was getting like super emotionally attached to the horses, and she's like, "If anything happens to this fucking horse," and I'm like, "Just I I don't Lucky know." Lucky had I, to make it I, to the I, end. I, I don't know how to riot. promise you that it will or won't be okay. Just just stick with it. But I like did. I was like, just keep trusting Jordan Peele. I don't think if if it, if it happens, it'll be for a good reason. 
Mm-hmm. Keith, you were about to say something, yeah, but no, um, good. before we move from Stephen Yoon, mm-hmm. is it Yoon or Yoon? Okay, Yoon. Right. Yeah, Yoon. Um, okay. Character. Glenn I have one more Walking thing to Dead, say. Yeah, I have one more thing to say. Like unless yours was th- in the I, same I, vein, I and then I can hold on to mine, and then that we... got too small of a slice. In I think you should leave, but that's too fine. much. Is, is too small of a slice. <laughs> also, if you, I need, I need you guys to watch the show. If you're not just so you can, because I speak exclusively in quotes from that fucking show at this point. But uh, the one thing I wanted to mention, his idea of what these aliens were or what this alien was, was similar to this monkey uh, or the chimpanzee that he worked with, right? The the face Gordy, and the hands yeah. and the, the furry bodies um, that you see like in the merchandise and then the mm. aliens mm. that I didn't even um, came that. and kind Interesting. of terrorized really OJ. So oh, he was shit. like, I'm going to, make it this thing that terrified me as a kid, but I also conquered this. So I um, kind of, he jazzes himself up to to think that he can be in control of the situation. Yeah, um, that's really good. Really interesting. That I is, about that. I didn't even pick wow, up on that. Yeah, no, the, yeah, good, 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 good one, Em. I didn't catch that at all. Finger guns. There you go. That's why, we got, that's why we brought you guys on. <laughs> I, I love that. that I, I think that, that is, that that is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Something that I, uh, and I think you guys both appreciate this. Something, if uh, watching it a second time, I encourage you to keep your eyes out. There's so many use of circles in this movie. Yes, too like too many. Like it's it's so much. I mean, literally, a nickel thing killed his dad. But yeah. every little thing you watch in that movie, like from down to like the blinds, the little rope you pull down the blinds, there's a little circle in it. Everything mm-hmm. is somehow the, the visual language and stuff. They, they dress a lot of the sets with with circular imagery. And so I just, I, that's the extra level of give a crap but, that I feel like you get and, with and this I, kind of movie. And I love that because it's like this idea of what are your expectations when you see this little mm-hmm. green men, you're denied that. What's your expectation? A flying saucer. Okay. Guess what? It's not a ship. It's a creature. <laughs> and all of a sudden, oh, you know what? Fuck shape. We're just going to turn into whatever we want in the sky that looks like floating, like flag art. Yeah. A, made out of, made out of extraterrestrial it's fucking parachutes. It's a beautiful kite. Yeah. No, it was, it was like, a kite, it was a kite fight. It was, it was, it was, it was a kite kaiju. It was great. And I, I think uh, hashtag kite kaiju is that a thing? That's a great uh, one. But no, like, I, 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 I'm on board. I like I loved that that it kept subverting expectations. Like this mm-hmm. idea of like we you know we're playing with tropes, we're playing with like common knowledge of well, like this is what you the expectations that are set up that you think that you're going to get from this film. <laughs> Psych, we're going to do our own thing. <laughs> like I I haven't seen something that delightfully refreshingly original in a while. A hundred percent agree. There is one thing I still cannot find a meaning in. And that's the shoe, the shoe standing up during the. I'm uh, still trying to figure that out too. Scene, and he has it in the glass case. It's standing all up, could, and he focuses on it way too hard for it not to have any meaning. All I could, the only thing, and I and I and I'm dismissing this because I, I like I think right now that this is far too surface level. But like the only thing I could think of is this idea of you know he was the one kid that survived. And this idea of chaos and the idea of trying, again, trying to control the uncontrollable. We're trying to domesticate a wild animal. This monkey goes crazy. You bring that in from nature into into, uh, society and nature destroys man. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, what are the chances this one kid survives? What are the chances of 
that shoe. I took it well, as like a magnolia moment. Survived. She oh yeah, that's there. true. She, oh yeah, yeah, when, yeah, and the thing goes up and you saw how mauled she was. By oh, the way, that was, that was that was casually was... horrifying. Yeah. Yes. Well, like the fact that they just worked that in, and I'm like, oh, we're just gonna again. That was like she has this veil, and I was like, we're gonna see under that veil. And that never. I forgot. I forgot about that. My brain deleted that image. I never like looking at that first trailer. I don't think I anyone would have guessed. Oh, that's a that's a chimpanzee attack survivor watching that first trailer. It's crazy. Who knew? I also like to think that Gordy is the actual monkey that, you know, is the monkey paw productions logo that for Jordan Peele. Like I, I, I'm, oh, I'm tying this, this is yeah, anyway, anyway, but yeah. uh, no, like I think like, I, 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 I feel like, like I almost looked at it as like a Magnolia moment. Like what are the chances of this happening? That shoe with that one drop of blood happened to like fall and land just in the right way that it was standing up. And like, he framed it. Like I, maybe it was this idea of control in chaos or something, but also that's, like I hear all that and I'm like, that's fucking stupid and very college film school thesis no, I, paper well, level. So like I, I but I but I'm, there's something here, there. I what I, along those lines, it could be one of those things where out of a tragedy you see this like miraculous thing, mm, like yeah. oh the shoe is like got just one drop of blood on it, it's standing up, and so I'm gonna preserve that as this thing. Like look, this happened. There's meaning to it. Um, kind of like if people see a sign in, I, I don't know, like if a tornado has ripped through a town, sometimes you'll hear like, oh, it it blew apart this church, but the altar was still there or yeah, like Notre Dame burned house, down and the gold cross is still standing. And it's like, yeah, you're just going like, to ignore the, the, board, yeah, the melting point of metal, but that's fine. We'll yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, I, I wonder if it's kind of one of those, um, False equivalencies like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, out of this tragedy, this one thing, and then everything was all right yeah. because of where we were. I think that and, feeds into my uh, idea of him thinking, like, I'm a special boy. Like, hmm. the, look at this I'm thing that happened boy. in this this horrible tragedy. And, like, I got the shoe because it, it was that moment I knew I was special. Isn't there, like, a saying uh, of waiting for the shoe to fall or other shoe to drop? Yeah, shoe to yeah, drop. Shoe to drop. Sure. Is that? Shit. Is I've that got, oh, I can't argue. I, can't, I, can't, I can't argue use that phrase. You know no, the, the idea is like, okay, <laughs> like, for, what, what, we are waiting some, for the okay. other shoe to drop okay, so, so, when something so you're having a good day, something good happens to you. Uh -huh. You're like, cool. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Something like bad is around the corner. It's, it, like it, it's, it's that feeling of something feeling. shitty is going to happen of like, it's like, so, it's like, you know, like you send we, me a present for no reason. And I'm like, what, okay, why, what do you want? What's the, what's the, like, mm. it's like, you're, you're like, there's something else. There's something for tat. Bad, yeah, yeah. yeah. What what there we, we need to do is, you guys watch it a third time. We watch it a second time and see if we see a shoe fall from the sky. Um, oh, that's not a bad. It's that's raining not a bad blood one. on the house. Oh yeah, because hang on, we had like we we saw keys, we saw coins, we saw all kinds of things. Also, I laughed a second ago, and I'm so sorry. I need to explain why. I, I, I know that the audience <laughs> probably didn't hear, but you, since allowed. we're doing like Discord and we can see each other, like I started cracking up because AJ, you made some comment about like the sound of uh something. I forget exactly how you phrased it, but you said something and my brain took that and it made me think of the sound of metal. And I'm like, can we take a second and talk about Best Buy almost Riz Ahmed in this movie? Because he was great. Oh, he was incredible. Dude. Like, like, cause for some reason that made job. me think of that. I'm, I'm like, it's almost Riz Ahmed who works at Best Buy, but it's not. And I really, really like that character. He was great. Yes. He was excellent. But shout out, rest in peace, fries. Uh, barely oh, knew Oh, yeah. Wah, wah. Short lived yeah. that they didn't. They. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll bring him, we'll will it back to life. And unfortunately, this is the last nope. we sell fries. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's not this time. <laughs> he was, yeah, it's he was. forever immortalized in this film. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that that is a great point. I, I loved his, his performance in it. I think 
he again just like every other performance and this was so dynamic you were laughing yeah. you were sad like the the bit where he uh it was the bit heath i know you really liked the bit in the house when when it's getting rained on and stuff and all Dude, the stuff is being dropped on it he's well, so scared He's so terrifying. Yeah. During that scene, he I'm grabs like, the knife. He's under the table. He's yeah. literally so, shaking. It's yeah, no, it's so good. And I was, I was really when he grabbed that knife and was getting haphazardly under the table. I was like, I knew it was a prop knife, but I was like, oh, careful, boo boo, that you don't like slip. <laughs> yeah. I was like worried. I was nervous for him. Like, ah, oh, it's. I was worried we were gonna have a moment that he um, mistake uh, mis mistook um, uh, Emerald oh. Kiki uh, as oh, an no. alien and, yeah. and killed her. So I'm that glad we didn't get that. Uh, that was. Like, yeah, I'm glad we didn't get that either. You know, okay, like, curious your thoughts on this. Like, I think, like, okay, Jordan Peele has, like, like, like literally, you don't tell Jordan Peele no at this point. Yeah, It's kind of like, no. Jordan, what do you want to do? <laughs> Here's money. Have fun. Yeah. Do, 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 do what you be. do. Yeah, like, like, as opposed to, like, you know, some places where it's like, you know, you need a certain producer and they're like, man, you know, you probably need a little management on this and everything. I feel like, like, Jordan, it's like, go do you. Mm -hmm. You've got this under control. Take this script put this in a director that doesn't have that kind of control. I can see this thing being stripped down and cannibalized and super generic. Like first thing to go would be everything with Gordy and Steven Yin's character. Mm -hmm, like, absolutely. like, you know, like, okay, cool. This subplot is a different movie. We don't need it. I get what you're trying to do, but drop that. And it just would become a generic, like fight the thing in the sky movie. And then I think that the minds behind that, the whatever corporate, you know, producer studio that would be like, I think their idea is like, no, we can really make this like a Jaws or an Independence Day and everything. <laughs> but like all the the character um, dissection and like the the metaphor evaluation, and like the, the the just just the just the journey of all these different interweaving, interconnected stories, I think is kind of what gives this a little extra weight where it's not just about a flying saucer and it's mm -hmm. not just about someone like trying to live up to the image of like you know uh the the loss of their father or you know like they, like it, it's not just about a thing it's all of this and you have these dynamic quote unquote ordinary characters that are thrown into extremely extraordinary situations mm -hmm. but like these ordinary characters are fleshed out as fuck yeah as is as is like the backstory and the tertiary stories around them all working towards the same thing and like I mean, you know, like you could argue what it was like two hours and 10 minutes that you could like cut this down to like an hour and a half and like strip it down to bare bones. But I'm like, it would have been a shittier movie. Like okay. I, I thought it was really well paced. I had never, I never felt like it was too long or too short. I felt like it like stayed the exact right amount of time and never overstayed its welcome for me. Um, I just like that Jordan Peele is, I think at this point where he can, he doesn't get to almost tell the stories that he wants. He can just put them out there. Because I really think that if this had been like hacked by a bunch of other like, you know, cooks in the kitchen, uh -huh. I, I've, we've seen that happen with movies that we've talked about and we're like, oh, you know, you could tell that there were too many fucking fingerprints on this thing. Like, I look at this and I'm like, nope, that's the movie he tried to make. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I and I and that, that makes me like as, as a creative, as a fan, that just makes me fucking happy. I have one confession to make. At one point, I was like. How much longer is this movie going? I don't remember where that was. I think it was before or as what, they were playing. Were you bored that. or did you just have to pee and you were hungry? Um, I think it was just because I was hungry. I, because if I had to guess, we couldn't pause the no, yeah, video go to go. We couldn't <laughs> pause the movie to go I, make some popcorn and we, then come back and restart it. Can, we've, can, become, we've become a little can spoiled. We, can we take a tangent <laughs> rant for a minute and just like, I got to vent some friends here. 
I hate going to the theater anymore, and I feel bad. <laughs> like no, we you, have no, no. Enjoyed, it, like I, we have enjoyed going to see uh, at our local IMAX theater um, the the big blockbusters. Yeah, Jurassic we, we World. saw Multiverse of Madness. Um, we saw Top Gun. We saw uh, uh, Jurassic World in IMAX. I'm at and, the point now. If I don't see it, go ahead, him. Well, no, like those. I, I would say it was worth it, like yeah. going out, especially like, fucking Top Gun. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, they were so much fun. I would say even um, Multiverse of Madness, which was uh, Evil Dead Five. <laughs> we are <laughs> we are much bigger fans of that movie than they are. Oh, then you guys. We, I we, loved it. Anyway, I, I, I despised it. It is yeah. it is upper. It is four and a half out of five upper tier MCU have you for seen, me. Oh God. Have you seen the Evil Dead movies? <laughs> I have. I love those. It's twenty twenty two. There are different kinds of movie making now that doesn't. It's but. It's part of an but, MCU package, okay? It's not its own. But, okay. I, I agree with that. So you don't I'm want the individual stamp. You just want the, okay. You want the Jordan Peele through the committee. I got it. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I'm not going to try to convince you because <laughs> no, you are allowed to shit. have your own opinions. Yes. You are right. Um, but then, like, we just saw, we, we cool. saw Nope in this. This regular AMC, yeah, like well, yeah, and AMC's like, great. And no, like, I'm no, not shit no, on. yeah, no shit talking on AMC because we have a friend who works over there. But like, one of uh, one also set just, of lights yeah, yeah, weren't turned off, but, and like, yeah, like like the, some of the lights were on. The, the, okay. the screen was dirty. The project, yeah, like, the, the, oh. the, the project. Every time I go to the theater, I'm like, it's either now. Granted, we're in Evansville. I'm sure if you're like in a Chicago or New York or LA or something, yeah, whatever. Oh, it's gonna be better. But like, we uh, you, maybe like, maybe not. The, the, the projection's always either too dim or too bright. The sound's either too low, too high. This one, they t didn't turn off half of the overhead lights, and I'm like, you could. My and then God. I was like, do you even know how to project it right? Literally, it was, the movie's in like 240 or 239, whatever, right? It's like anamorphic. And the projection was like in 185 on like a 240 screen. So you had w pillar boxes on the side and then it had the black bar. So it looked like watching a YouTube oh video gosh. where it was like window boxed inside. It was crazy. You know what I mean? And I was like, like we could have watched this off, on you, our couch. And, and all I could think was I would rather pay snacky. 20 bucks to VOD this at home on my, <laughs> I'm not, I know it's not the same as the theater, but on my 75 inch 4k TV that we sit mm -hmm. way too close to with surround sound. <laughs> and I'm like, and I professionally calibrated to where I know HDR and everything's going to look right as opposed to can you turn that up? Can you turn that well, down? Can you, and, and like so like honestly I'm so I'm such a like a control freak and I, one day I want to build my own fucking projection movie theater. That's the dream, guys, oh, yeah. but That's like the dream. I I anymore I'm like unless it's IMAX, I really would rather watch it at home. And I get like and I say that as a filmmaker and a cinephile. I feel guilt about it, but dude, I'm just like Man, we had to like trek out to the theater to this, and I was like, I would have been happier watching. I would have almost fair. rather seen it. Where I could in pause the... it and have popcorn, and yeah, and then you wouldn't have been hangry. Like I'm like, well, it's okay. We'll pause it and then watch the ending. Oh yeah, uh, I would. I, I almost would have rather seen it at the drive-in movie theater. That would have been that would have been fine. I just yeah, I I, I get I'm such posters. like I, I'm that person that walks into friends' houses and the second I see their TV settings, I'm like, give me Let a me remote or I'm leaving. <laughs> like oh, like God, I literally went and saw my dad and my little brother and I'm like, smooth motion off, you oh, have auto everything dude, on. And yes. I'm like and they're like, What are you doing? You're making my picture dimmer. I'm like, You're not you're paying for a TV that you're not even getting what it's supposed to look like. And then I fix it and they're like, It looks better, thanks. And I'm like, I can't I literally I cannot stand that shit. Dude, same here. It it drives me insane and I can't control that crap. And like when I go to someone's house and they have that smooth jutter on, I'm like, why does this look yeah. like it's sixty frames when it's not? It's terrible. Yeah, and like looking. in in the theater, like I wanna like change the, the the framing or like you know i'm like oh this is too bright or you're like i get that you're trying to save money because bulbs are expensive but you're also under that you're projecting this way too dim and back in the day when it was 3d and that made the image darker i was like you're compounding the problem and like now, I, it, I just i get such a 
And everybody, I'm like, yay, theaters. Yes, please stay yes. open. I would rather stay home. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think there's there's some some films that we would rather stay home for, or like yes. some experiences. We or would just have a better viewing home. experience in uh, IMAX. Like, and don't get me wrong, I will pay to see a movie multiple times in the theater. I will oh, still yeah. rent it on VOD, Wait. and then I will buy three copies of it on Blu-ray if I like it. So if we're gonna, if anyone wants to get in the argument of I don't give movies my money, I'm like oh, I we, have receipts to show. You've committed your well, life to it. I think you're good. You, you've bit. gotten your yeah, lifetime yeah. pass. It's like I'm not ready to kill the movie theater. Yeah, I'm not. not no, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Okay. To clarify, I'm not like stay home and bootleg it. I just would like to watch it in a comfortable, right. appropriately we presentation. We watch it in our jammies. Wait, yeah, That's fair. Yeah. I'm lucky though. I have a fantastic AMC next to me that is it's IMAX oh, and good. it has IMAX with laser. Which I, I there's a whole thing about what that's See, supposed to and be. Dude, we have Limax. It's don't get me wrong. Lime. I like it because it's big and the and the speakers like in Top Gun. Like I I thought it I was having a heart us. attack because my crazy. my heart was shaking from the base <laughs> and I'm like this is how you watch a movie. Yeah, regular theaters. Eh. It so. is hard for me to watch go to normal theaters again because I have made the jump. I'm on. I have a list and everything. So like I see X amount of movies for yeah. a week and. I see IMAX, and then I, there's if I don't go to IMAX, I'll watch it in Dolby. So like I watched Black uh, Black Phone, I watched it in Dolby. I really want to see that. Jesus yeah. Christ, was it, good? it was good. It's very good. Horror. Okay, is, cool. This awesome. has been a great year for horror. That's actually it's a great Dude, thing to bring us back to note. This has been a great year fucking, for horror. Yeah, and the trailer lineup with this shit. I told mm-hmm. you like we we got to see. Um, I'd never heard of them, but there was um not well there was a trailer for Beast. What was that one? Uh, uh Barbarian, Barbarian, mm-hmm. Smile. And don't and, and don't worry, so darling. Creepy. Like those were the first three trailers, oh, and I was like, "Fuck yes, fuck yes, fuck yes." And then Beast, I was like, "Okay, Matt, if you're listening from Menmark Movie Show, basically, yes, that does look like a remake of The Ghost in the Darkness." I know you thought the same thing That's too. So funny. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, no, it was like, it, yeah, like it, it's a pretty, it's a damn good horror year, and I was surprised that was like all that was advertised before. There were no like this, and it anything. was this oh. year was fresh, right? I think so. We got fresh. fresh yeah, this no, fresh year. was this year. Yeah, because oh we gosh. reviewed that with I. We fucking yeah, it was on that Hulu. One. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did that on. Uh, we we guessed it on Madden Mark for that one. That was a fun one. Yeah, because between um, Scream came out at the top of the year, uh, which we still need to see. Scream She's is, only seen Scream the first Scream though. To clarify, that's honestly so. God. That's the only one you need to see. Okay, cool. Clear. And just I am a right huge defender. I don't disagree with you, but I'm a huge yeah. defender of two. I think two. is I like no, no. I'm not arguing quality of any of them. I love Scream. I'm talking yeah. about if you want to understand anything, Context. like you're not missing anything. They only yeah. reference the first scream. Like really? Okay. So it's like the new bond movie. Everybody's like, you just need to see Spectre. You don't need the, like, yeah, that. Yeah. Like the okay. other movies exist and there's like a one or two characters like I was in part four and everyone's like, eh, that's fine. But everyone, it, the entire like uh member of the movie is part one. That's it. Okay. But yeah, I, love I did it. not know I, that. I figured funny. it was cumulative I or swear, whatever. I swear to God, after we watched Nope the first time, Heath came back to the house because he was staying the night at our house. I showed him watch Scream because I have Scream on 4K. <laughs> I'm like, let's watch that. And he had a nice. great time. So yeah, between Scream, X. Wait, uh, wait was that his first time? Oh, X oh wait, was oh, the, so new good. the new Scream. Yeah. Oh, the new oh, Scream. Dude, we fucking love X. X was so good. X was I think great. the Pearl trailer just dropped. Yeah, it did. It that just came out. It's been a fantastic year for, for, for horror, man. And then Black Incantation, Phone 2. We just watched that too. Incantation. Dude, you got to watch Incantation. What's that? I haven't even it's heard of it. It's on Netflix. It's a Taiwanese found footage horror film. You have my attention and my curiosity. He's about to add it to his list. I legitimately am. And and this is how bad I am. Then I was like going to get on Letterboxd. What other horror movies from this year have I seen? I like, I have to, I, my memory gets so bad. I have to like log, I'm embarrassed, but I have to like log shit on Letterboxd and be like, what have I watched lately? You also watch a lot of movies. (laughs) I do. You're not, every week we have to, we start our main show with, what'd you do this week? And I have to look at my Letterboxd, like, what did I watch and play and read this freaking week? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so. 
I mean, if there was there anything else you guys wanted to mention in terms of nope or um, uh, anything well, else that stood I, I out wanna... to you? Anything good or bad or anything? Uh, let's see. What? Well, um... Can you pop back? Can you pop back to the trivia? Pop quick? back to the trivia. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, had, so, I had. If you want to look at that, um, that's cool. You can scroll. One of these things. Well, it's that that I have highlighted. It says Jordan Peele said he wrote the script at a time when we were a little bit worried about the future of cinema. So the first thing I knew is I wanted oh, to create fuck. a spectacle. I wanted to create something that the audience would have to come see. Hmm. So I can totally like, see that commentary about where, like, because even Steven Yoon's thing when he had people there, I was like, I was. Did you notice how like there was no one there? The theater <laughs> seats were, yeah. Or, yeah, or like the 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 bleachers were, but he was still like, we're gonna change you today, and I'm like, mm -hmm. that is every artist. Like, please look at my <laughs> shit. So like, there is totally a commentary there. You're right. Yeah. So I I think that um we're picking up on what he's trying to lay down is like absolutely uh, his love of cinema his um ode to these movies that inspired him even this subconscious jaws uh reference <laughs> the jaws of the sky um so yeah i i saw that as you were looking through here jake on imdb and i, was I like, have oh, a, that's I, I was just trying to think because i was like ooh, uh, i have two rando they're not great i'm not like oh these are the best things but i really enjoyed them enough to recommend them mostly because i'm like I have thoughts, but it, I would need to talk to you after you see them. Uh, but they're both on Shutter. One was called a a banquet, and then okay. the other one was called Revealer. I did enjoy okay. both of those as far as recent horror. Okay, uh, um, especially host, like for like in, indie year? lower budget ones. I thought they were clever. Do what? Did Host come out this year on Shutter? Was that last year? Host oh, was that I found think, footage when it was like recorded I, yeah, on that, Zoom? Yeah, the one that was like, an, and they made it literally on Zoom in the pandemic. I yeah. think that was last year. Okay. Don't quote. I, I, the past two years are a blur, buddy. Yeah, um, and you're not wrong. Sure. I, yeah, I, I think agree. I think it was last year, but don't quote me on it. Uh, I have a minor complaint, and it's real nitpicky for this movie. Okay. Uh, it. I would have liked, so they get the shot, you know, we get that giant glamour shot where the big sea or sky flap flap shows its little belly, and so they got it yeah. on, on IMAX. They have the shot. This homemade uh, crank, yeah. hand, hand crank IMAX. So I great. love it. I when um when the when the monster shows up and it almost takes uh, what's his face and he like wraps the barbed wire around him and stuff and the tent gets all tousled. I would have liked more clarification on the film being destroyed because I think we see it like roll down the hill, which uh, Chase yeah. Affleck when he falls down and I'm like, show me the reaction shot of him looking at it and it's busted open against the fence or something. Uh, show me the you know it cracked open oh, and the yeah. sun hit hit the film. Show me yeah. I because to me that's still a little up in the air. Which I I think that's that, fair. That almost goes against the spirit in terms of it's supposed no like they're not supposed to have their cake and eat it too. They're not supposed to be able to prove to the world that yeah. the alien exists. So I would just like well, and that's and that's why she needs that like that image at the end. Yeah, no, no, that, that's a good point. Um, uh, I just saw something as M was skimming on this trivia that I didn't realize that was a thing, but it makes me really fucking happy. Apparently, one of Jordan Peele's favorite films of all time is Akira, and oh. he's like, "Oh yeah, of course. whenever the whenever Emerald, bit. She, yeah. he he says whenever Emerald performs the sliding stop on the motorcycle, he's Akira like that literally is supposed to mirror that shot from Akira. I Apparently, that looks familiar. He was given an offer to direct live action Akira and turned it down." Which I get. He's like, oh. it's like, I mean, if, if that's one of your favorite things, the last thing you want to do is possibly be responsible for fucking it up. I totally get it. I think because the the right like, there's no way you can please everyone. Like, like yeah. the second that you go from, I get to be a fan of this to I have to create it. It changes. So like, I totally get it. I think it's smart but, for me uh, just to be like, this but, cannot be done. Live action anime hasn't worked yet. 
I don't doubt that it could work, but it is 0% no. in my in my experience to ever work live action. So I think he was just like, it cannot be done. The closest I've seen is like Matrix or John Wick movies. Basically anything counters done. Yeah, I'm talking um, adaptation, direct counter. adaptation yeah. of an anime. Yes. Uh, I am the one person in the world, the one person in the yeah. world who was actually a fan of Death Note. You can hate me and that's The Netflix fine. one. Uh, I have no frame of reference because I've never seen the anime. I went in cold and okay. I'm like, I like this movie. And then I found out everyone the else hate hates it. it. And I'm like, yeah. guess what? I had no frame of reference and I had fun. If and you I'm like just going to go movie, back in the corner. I think you're going to love the anime then if you like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a huge fucking wingard fan though, so I do have a little bit of a okay. bias. Like there hasn't been anything he's done that I'm not like, yay. So Okay. Uh, I have one oh, more please. um trivia thing to read because it's another solidifier for us. Um on uh, especially what the two of you have said. I like how like whenever um, it's not our show, like you do the trivia, because I get tired of doing it sometimes to be honest. Yeah, it's the benefit of being fun. a guest. I you guys you get to chill and relax oh a little bit. Um so the quote at the beginning of the film is from the book of Nahum. Nahum, Nahum? Uh, okay. Nahum. Um, so it's it. That's uh, an actual Bible book. I don't mm -hmm. know. It <laughs> references the city of Nineveh and how it was marked for destruction by God because of the wickedness of its people before Jonah convinced them to repent. Okay. Um, the movie, as described by the cast and crew, draws many parallels from the verse and story, especially in the way it handles the the, the its themes of spectacle, the lengths people will go uh, to uh, uh, the lengths of. Hmm, Lengths of people, people go, go to, to hoping to take advantage yes, of that. Yes, thank there you. you. Perfect. And my there you brain go. did not go wrap around that. And the consequences thereof. Treatment of Gordy and his eventual rampage. Ricky's attempt to use the alien as an attraction in his own theme park. Mm -hmm. The deaths of the TMZ cameraman and mm. Antler's oh, Pulse. <laughs> Even the curiosity yeah, of the real life moviegoers and their inability to turn away from the screen are all being considered prime examples of how these themes are revealed throughout the film. Oh yeah. So you guys are like spot smart. on, my yeah. dudes. There you go. I'm happy to hear that. And it's not just Jordan Peele like, yeah. no, idiots. That's not a but no, I'm happy that No, I was that, but... only making a, a jaws in the sky. <laughs> See, now I need to you know about guys... this. The alien's animal form is inspired by sea creatures, duh. Jellyfish, octopus, mm -hmm. squids, electric eels, and then something called a knife ghost fish, which moves without that? fins. Um, I don't know what that, that is. Now quick. Jake wants one. We're going to find one on the dark I'm like, web. I'm like, I'm like, I've never wanted to have exotic fish as pets, but if you were called a knife goldfish, <laughs> you need ghost, to, no, fish. ghost fish. You need to look this up. It looks suspiciously like a... Um, uh, like from its profile, it kind of looks like a like the flying saucer kind of thing where it's like the... the it, it's like flippers or around... Like it doesn't have like... Fins like like the side of it. It's oh, uh, oh shit! It looks yeah. Like this it's is your kind of fish, Jake. It's also like this is dark like and mm, spooky. That's really I, cool. This is um, like this is my spirit animal. Do you, I feel connection <laughs> to do you want to do you want to know what I say to that, Jake? Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> there is one more thing I have. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell a, us, tell us. There's actually a debate as to whether or not OJ is alive at the end of the film because Ooh. oh when she sees him, sun is to his back. She sees him. She smiles at him. But above him is a sign that says, what does it say, out beyond or out yonder? Yeah. And yeah, out yonder are, is, yeah. That, that, are thinking uh, that's inferring that he's actually dead at the end of the movie. How do you guys feel? How do you take I, it? I wondered about that because that felt like, like I was like, is, that shot could be literal as a reveal or it could be a vision. Um, I'll be honest. I I haven't really processed the thought. I don't know where hmm. I land on that yet. I think I need to watch it again because like, like my first gut was like, I think that he lived, but I, I I don't know. I don't know. 
I I'm optimistic about it. I think he did live. Um, cause I don't think that we have a lot of, um, characters seeing things that aren't really there in this movie. Right. Well, true. True. Yeah. No, you're so, right. So like for, well, it to he be saw the last his dad, thing, he saw the vision of his dad. Wasn't that, an wasn't actual that just a memory? I think it was just, a I memory. wondered if that I see, I, okay. That scene, I was, I was, oh, 50, he, was, 50, dreaming. That was a, he was dreaming. Okay. That's fair. I think. Because he wakes up, because he's in the bed, yeah. and then he looks yeah, at the yeah, coin. Yeah, yeah, Okay, no, yeah. that's fair. You're right, you're right. So right. I, I'm, um, I, I want to believe in my heart that he survived, because um, I, that also means Lucky <laughs> survived. And I don't really I see... I want that I horse really, to have the best life ever. Here's the thing. I don't really see a reason for him to die. It There's wasn't not. like a, oh, it makes sense for this character. Like, no, you needed to be sacrificed. So, like, it's not needed for him to not live. Yeah. True. So... I agree. I, I think... Uh, I think him living and, and dying is fairly inconsequential. I think it, there could be an argument made about him dying because it would make sense of why it has. It felt very Tarantino to me between the music and the shot with Kiki Palmer mm. looking off and like reacting and it's a, they don't cut. It's, it's just her reacting for, I don't know, like an extra couple beats longer than you feel yeah. like it should be. Yeah, exactly. Just it hangs a little bit. It feel that to me felt very Tarantino. So then when it cut and it showed to... Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, I'm like, okay. I, I thought, I'm like, okay, it's the reveal that he lives. And then as Heath, you presented the that debate, I, to me, I don't want to entertain it either way because to me, it's, that's not, it's not like an Inception type ending where it's like, do you think he lived? It's, I don't, the monster died. I, I don't, I don't can, can care mm -hmm. less whether yeah. he, uh, he lived or died. I don't, yeah, as I said, I don't think it plays a, a part whether he, if he died, it doesn't make the better or her story better or worse. If uh, it's pretty yeah, open ended for sure, and and, I, and yeah. I think like you know, I'm I'm sure like I feel like there probably is a definite like Jordan Peele's like, oh yeah, no, I like I don't yeah. think he doesn't know, but like I yeah, I think it could be open for interpretation. Like if someone's like they lived or died, I'm not going to be like you were wrong because I think <laughs> it, it, it kind of you pick up on your own clues. Like and I I, I can see an argument either way. I don't know. Yeah, I think right now I'm landing on like he lived, but mm -hmm. you know, I again more research is needed. I definitely need to watch it again. Yeah, I encourage everyone to to watch it again. I can't wait. I might, if I have a slow enough weekend, I've I've got I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be freaking busy for the next couple of weeks. But I'm gonna try my best to see it at least one more time. And no, I highly highly recommended. Yes, yeah, we it, loved it. I uh, yeah, like I said, it's my favorite Jordan Peele movie. This is my at the top or uh, up until this point, up until I saw the movie, my top two movies of the year: Everything Everywhere All at Once, Top Gun Maverick. And mm -hmm. I'll be honest, Nope is nudge Top Gun out in the spot. It's it's different kinds of movies. It's not trying to be it's the same thing. Because yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my, my top three dueling right now are uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and The Batman. This one is trying to nudge up there pretty high. So That's that's fantastic. I, I um, yeah, no, like I... I still need to watch Everything Everywhere All at Once. You, you're I fell asleep while we were watching, <gasps> but Wait, only we, because I'm a sleepy person, I watched not it because I wasn't We can do an episode on it. We can! It's like ah, pig. Yeah. Um, no, but Boom. like I, I I'm Let's actually jealous. You said I'm jealous you got to see this like in IMAX because honestly, like, yeah, as much as I'm like our projection wasn't great, like M even commented halfway through, she's like the lighting in this movie. Like it's like it's a visually oh, yeah. stunning looking movie. The and the sound like and the sound design, I bet in IMAX, like because like the sound mm -hmm. mix dude, it was I gotta give it credit, was like dude. fucking good, man. It was yeah. haunting. Just Hearing those screaming. screams. Yeah. It was haunting, ah. dude. I yeah. can't wait to hear it on our surround sound. It's good. Yeah, this is definitely, gonna I'm going to buy fun. this one with a quickness. I cannot wait. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's going to wrap our thoughts on Nope. I We all love it. We, we, give, we give Nope a yup. 
absolutely. <laughs> 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 It seems like the kind of joke. That's why we need. I know. You, here's the thing. I'm mad at myself for making it. <laughs> it's a, you need to cut that. Cut that. Cut that. I, cut did, that. <laughs> I wouldn't have even thought to make the joke, but it's a great joke. And that's why we need like people like you or Darren or something who does the 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 jokes that they're just they're good fun. Let's jokes. be honest. The, the low hanging fruit. Let's be honest. Sometimes, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Sometimes low hanging fruit. You know why they're hanging so low? Because they're plump and juicy. And the, they're <laughs> ripe the, for the, the picking. The thing, if they're that low, you're going to run into them. I'm just clearing a path for people. And they're Darren, you hear? We, we, we have a purpose. It's fine. Yeah, It's perfect. So uh, I loved your guys' last two episodes. I, I've, I've gotten to listen to uh, Rules of Attraction, so I'm very much looking forward to listening oh, to you. your Team America tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to that. So please tell the people... Uh, this is your time. What they you had to look forward um, to? What you guys got going on? Well, uh, M, do you uh, are there any episodes you want to that we've recorded or about to record that you want to specifically tease? Um, no. I just want you all to pay attention because we're hopefully going to be releasing stuff weekly again. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I okay. <laughs> but, but there, there, oh, um, go ahead. I was going to say one of the reasons that I've been so busy is that I um just had a big uh, concert with one of my bands that I'm in. Awesome. It's called uh, the Tapestry. You can find them on Instagram. Um, Tapestry opera rock so it's like opera yeah, but right. without the a and it's just smushed together with there'll rock. be a link in the show notes um, for that oh yeah, yeah 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 um so that's just been a blast and a half because we do sing opera and rock and musical theater and pop like we just did um a mashup of thriller and the opera carmen and okay. called it thrilla thrilla in sevilla and which it is works where... disturbingly it, well oh I'm my gosh it was so much fun. So definitely give them a follow. Um, I'm excited for you guys to listen to Team America because our buddy Daniel is on. We talk about him all the time in, in other episodes, but uh, we actually get to hear him uh, and his opinions on the I know one, on the movie. I and know that, one you're that was very really excited fun. about. Uh, do you want to say? Should up we to you. Say? you. I can, can cut it if yeah, you want. No, no, we're going to watch... Um, uh, we we have watched. We it's were, recorded. We just haven't it's recorded. It. Assassination Nation. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm she excited. She had a lot of fun. We, we both really? had a lot of fun. Oh with the yeah. Discussion oh that yeah. One. Um, that one is was a highlight. So that'll be coming out in the next few weeks too. Um, awesome. And then uh, yeah, like she's she's had her gigs. Like we had like the last two months have kind of been a blur. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, we didn't drop an episode since March. What happened? And like Whoops, literally sorry. we've been. <laughs> We're working on, I think we mentioned this last time we were on the show, we've been working on, we started shooting in December, but we're working on a new feature film. Uh, it's called Compression is the title. Very much looking um, to but that. We're still, thank you. We're still shooting on that. We just had a big four day pickup shoot for my birthday last weekend, actually. Mm -hmm. So uh, the other weekend, two weekends ago. What is yeah, time? Yeah, two weekends ago. Yeah. Um, so we've been filming on that and uh, working on We have about, what did you say, 10% left to shoot? Yeah, about 10% left to shoot. Um, I've got a little over an hour of it rough cut so far. So I've been editing as we're shooting. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so that and commercials and her singing gigs, like we've been just doing like a little bit of everything. We um, have been time. recording. We've just been bad at releasing. Um, I had this great concept. I thought it was, which was let's do summer movies all summer. And it was, and we are just now releasing <laughs> our team America belated 4th of July episode because like we in the middle the of all that, we had COVID for a week. So uh -huh. it was like, it seems like uh, we'll, we'll catch up eventually, but there is one episode that I'm very excited about, which was supposed to kick off the summer season and it's recorded and it's like just belated now. So fuck it. But, um, we did an episode on speed. So oh, that one God, is coming yes. up. I showed oh, yeah. him and I was, I was like quintessential was summer that blockbuster was action movie. Hot shot. It, oh, I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> Focus, Jack. Yeah. Um, 
So like there's a bit in there while that I, I, I specifically I'm not going to say it now because I'm like, I have to we have to promote the show and it, people are listening to your show and hopefully this will make them want to listen. I um, I have in that episode what I think is that we give the best pitch best pitch for a sequel ever. Ooh, we are I not forget about that. While, while 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 we are not um, kings of the uh, pitch of Palooza as, yeah. as we've we've done, and <gasps> we, we are no we are no soon. Joel. We are no refund podcast. We are we we are <laughs> not coming for you. We get it. But I kind of feel like I was like genre geeks refund pod and Matt and Mark movie show. I need them to hear our pitch that happens in the back half of the speed episode because I'm very proud of it, and I think someone should fund it. And M, we basically just built off of each other. And I'm like, we came up with the perfect thing. So if you want to hear our pitch of a movie that doesn't exist that should, please listen to that episode when it comes out. Which will be soon. We haven't decided. Wait, is that going to be next? <laughs> well, honestly, it could be out by the time you launch this episode. It's the next one I want to no, drop. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, all right. But, uh, but yeah, so 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 uh, we we got a lot of we got a lot, we're we're trying to get back to a regular groove. So hopefully back to your regularly scheduled programming. But yeah, we have some fun stuff coming up. Awesome. Really, really looking forward to all that. Uh, we're gonna have you back on to, for sure to talk about your movie when it's when it's ready to drop out, man. I want to be able to. <gasps> Would love to. Gotta, I'm sure give you guys you, you you guys probably I'm sure we could work out getting you in an advance peek. That's fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> a little, little screener, you know, like do my homework. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully we'll have socials up for that too. Soon. That could be really dope. Yeah, I'm like really we, we haven't like since we're still shooting it, we're like ah, we won't launch anything mm -hmm. yet. Just we're yet. So, mm -hmm. but the goal is to kind of try to finish it up um, by fall to kind of aim for like festivals next year. There you go. That's a good move. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, we got quite a bit going on here as well. Uh, I think when this comes out, uh, episode 96 will have already come out. Uh, I'm going to be for, to me tomorrow, I'm going to be interviewing a, a comic writer slash artist named Ira Marks on his book, Shark Summer, which Ooh, you're also a Jaws okay. man. It's a story that takes place. It's a, it's a kid. It's kids in the seventies and they are having their own little adventure during the actual shooting of Jaws. It's, uh, <gasps> nice. It's great. It's the most fun, legally distinct thing you're ever gonna find. It's it's great. I'm really looking forward to it. And the guy has a, a sequel that he's gonna be talking about when I interview him, where it's uh the same kind of story, but with the shining. And these are like <gasps> middle school-ish type like graphic novels. They're for like young this adults. Is, it's really cool. This is perfect. And I love that we keep talking about Jaws and that you're interviewing him because you realize it's my second favorite time of year right now, it's right? Shark, shark Week, man. Week. In the yeah. name of the Halloween and Shark, shark Week. <laughs> That's all I give a shit yeah. about, man. That's a great time to be alive. Very fortuitous. <laughs> Fuck yes. So yeah, definitely check out that. And then also you can go to our, our Instagrams where you can find, uh, I have a pinned post that explains we're approaching GG100 very yes. soon. It's going to be a very special episode. It's not going to be a traditional episode. It's we usually do nerdy oh. news and shenanigans. This is just shenanigans. It's just me, Heath, and Darren are going to be. It's the first time we've ever recorded live together. So oh we're going to be in the same wait. room recording. It's uh, we're going to be answering your guys' questions. You know, any we've gotten a good amount of uh, of questions from you guys. So we're just going to be us looking back at a hundred main episodes and uh, answering your guys' questions. And oh, that's uh, awesome. Talk about now. I am also in, it, this is what I talk about in the post, but I have a Blu-ray copy of Everything Everywhere All at Once and a Walmart exclusive 4K of Everything Everywhere All at Once. We're Ooh. giving those away to our top two favorite questions. So whatever questions you ask, whether it be a real head scratcher, a real stupid one that gets us laughing, whatever, you know, it's, it's at our discretion. We're going to pick our favorite two questions and we're just going to give those away. And uh, yeah, that's going to be happening really, really soon. So do good things oh. to, oh, go please. 
We no, I was gonna say we're we're now going to try to come up with the stupidest question. Oh, to go ask for you it! Guys. I was I was gonna say <laughs> you know definitely so don't let us know when you're recording that. So we definitely don't call and dive bomb the show. <laughs> definitely, wink, that'd wink. be fan freaking tastic. Uh, do good things to feels like the first time, and also feel do good things to us. There'll be links in the show notes for all the social stuff. Uh, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, do all the good ratings and stuff. And until next time, everybody, bye. <laughs> To you, sir, I say goodbye. You know what I think we should do? I think we should just say goodbye for tomorrow. Stay thirsty, my friend. Toodaloo. Au revoir. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao.